Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. All right, folks, today we have a very special treat for you. We finally, finally, finally got Jeff Wilson from Instruments of Freedom back on the podcast after a few failed attempts and lots of rescheduling. Uh, unfortunately, Ethan was unable to join us, so filling in for him is Dennis Heil, and then also we have back with us Agent Tom. It was a blast. I wasn't exactly sure what we were going to talk about. Obviously, we had to catch up uh, with what's going on in the shop, and then we obviously got onto crazy tangents after that. We had to cut them off after too long because it's like, all right, damn it, that's enough. we, we got to stop this. It's been too long. <laughs> so it seems to always be the case when we get together. It's a blast. We all had a fun time. We talked about all kinds of different crazy stuff, ranging from uh, politics to education to the future of our country. Uh, it's... Uh, it was all over the place. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy the podcast as much as I know that we had recording it. So please, without any further ado, sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we finally, finally have back with us Jeff Wilson from Instruments of Freedom. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, Ethan was unable to join us, so we have Dennis sitting in for him. Howdy. You've got big shoes to fill, even though they're kind of small. Yep. And we also have back with us Agent Tom. Yo. So, we uh, obviously wanted to do this to get Jeff on the show because, well, it's been a long fucking time yeah. since you've been able to come on the show because, unfortunately, My curfew. <laughs> a, life gets in the way, family stuff happens, yeah. shit, shit happens. No big deal. So, <laughs> so that's the, the big reason why we're here. So uh, why don't you and Dennis catch us up on what's going on with the shop, things you got coming up, doing all that kind of stuff, and then we can find out what we're actually going to talk about today for our real topic. Awesome. Well, we started uh, a new nutrition line it's by vantrition uh he's a friend of ours well, for people who don't know what you guys are just go ahead and give that spiel as well for people maybe listening for the first time gotcha we are part of instruments of freedom tactical weapons training group in worcester ohio we uh our website is www.ioftwtg.com you can check us out we do training we do retail sales of course what kind of training firearms training uh, self-defense and awareness training. What else, Dennis? What else do we do? Tactical medicine. Um, basically, any anything and everything geared around you defending yourself being prepared. or being prepared for the worst day of your life. Yep. Fair enough. So, we do health and wellness, which is when we picked up the Vantrition line. Uh, Dave Anatta, I've known him for 30 years. He's a professor at the University of Ashland, as well as he is a doctor of nutrition. So, uh, one of the things that made him start the company was the fact that as students, they take very high end stuff, break it down. And they found that a lot of the stuff that they're claiming is in there. That's good for you is not in there. And the stuff that is in there isn't really that 
And unfortunately, that seems to be very common in the supplement industry because it's Absolutely. not very well regulated. So right. if you're mm-hmm. buying stuff online, you're saying, hey, it's got this, it's got that, it's got this. And if you actually send it to a lab and they test it, right. sometimes, actually most of the time, right. that is not the case. Because yeah. the most of that is mixed overseas, typically in China, I do believe. Yeah. And a lot of them, like they, they just they pump these things out for a lot of these different companies. Yeah. And whatever they were mixing before, that's why you hear like uh, the tainted supplements. Maybe somebody in the UFC or somebody right. in the, the Olympic sports gets caught by USADA. Right. And they'll say, "Hey, you were taking this." And like, "Oh, it was in my supplements." And like, "Well, oh, that's bullshit." Like, "No, I've got samples. You can right, test my samples. Yeah. I've kept all of these to cover my ass." Right. Because like a lot I'm of these again, a, a lot of these right. companies, they might be mixing illegal steroids. Right. And then like also now they're mixing whey protein. They're gonna. Right. This just whatever's left in the machine gets added into your stuff. It's it's very common, unfortunately. Yeah, that's and that's what I love about him is that it's manufactured right in Ashland, Ohio. So he I've, can control it. That's yeah, great. I've been to the factory. He controls everything, and his son. Uh, Vince is part of it as well. Um, but, yeah, they stay on top of everything. It's, it's really great stuff. Um, I think the only thing that they keep a proprietary blend is a, a product called Tendon Health, which I've been taking, and it's amazing. My knees, my joints, my elbows. It's, we it's have a, to look into that. Yeah, we might need to talk yeah. offline because yeah, yeah. right now I've got a torn MCL. Right, right. I've yeah. got a strained elbow for it all from jiu-jitsu. Helps, so. It actually helps repair and regenerate the tendon. But he yeah, because I was thinking about shooting up some uh, BP one five seven, those peptides mm-hmm. that yeah, a lot of yeah. the CrossFitters have been using, yep. and I just I don't I don't I'm have huge. a contact right now where I can get my hands on it very quickly. I got one for you if you want to talk offline. Oh, you let I me know because the, like, the peptides. Right, right now I've got a torn MCL yep. and I've got a strained elbow that's not healing, so yep. like I need to do something. Yeah, it's amazing. The Ipamorlin, Sormorlin, I'll, I'll get you a contact. Hell yeah, he can. You know. He, Right now, peptides, you don't need a prescription. You can go online. Correct. There's different types of stuff. What I like about this guy is he actually will prescribe it from his lab. But he doesn't own it, but the lab that they use for their clinic. Yeah. And I mean, so you know what you're getting. It's, yeah, it's, it's sometimes you buy stuff, stuff online, you don't know what Ask it is. Because <laughs> again, anybody can be mixing that stuff. That's well, right. The other problem with the, the supplements is all the shit they put in it. Right. You know, uh, <clears throat> cholesterol out the, all right. out the wazoo. Out yeah. the wazoo. I mean, it's in, you know, all kinds of. Yeah, it's kind of the wild, wild yeah. west as it is for a lot of that stuff because there's not a lot of regulation. Right. A lot of it's, you go to the, to the store and you look at the ingredients, you're like, what the hell? I mean, I'm right. not putting that in my body. Right. Right, right. And it's like, uh-uh. It happens very <laughs> commonly. So along with that, we've got Cool Gear, the KUHL. If you're not familiar with it, get online, check it out at cool.com. We are a, a dealer for them. Uh, just got our fall, winter line yeah. in, so we got a whole bunch in, and it's it's actually shooting out pretty fast. And what do they do? The outdoor, outdoor gear, okay. clothing, um, pants, jackets, just shirts. apparel, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, that stuff is like it, big in the hiking community. Yeah, it's huge in the hiking yeah. community. Yeah, well, we've there's got such a lot good of, trails around here too. Yeah. So it's great to have a place because I think the only other place close to here is like Patagonia. Yeah, like up in like uh, mm-hmm. what Cuyahoga Falls? Or you something. go to Beachwood. That yeah, that's yeah. Uh, what the hell's the name? That's that REI. REI. They're down in Columbus and Beachwood. Yeah. yeah. And so now something we locally just pop in yeah. and go check stuff out is really yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we're also doing some collab with uh, Range Forty Two, Glenn Workman, Workman Firearms. Uh, we're going to have some indoor classes coming this winter. Uh, keep an eye on our website for that. What else we got, Dennis? Oh, just a few of the classes I know we got coming up are the advanced concealed carry. We've got one on the now. We we've obviously talked a lot about that in the past, and like mm-hmm. 
Um, I've, I've got friends who maybe get their CHL, their concealed handgun license. A lot of yes. people call it a CCW. But right. Jeff has informed us <laughs> that that is incorrect. And, Absolutely. And we can explain that at a different date. That's not the end of the world. But so it is technically called a CHL. So if they're out for a yes. CHL and they go to most places, like the Ohio mandate for that is ridiculous. So mm-hmm. what's the benefit of doing something like that with you guys compared to especially like an advanced CHL class, maybe if they've already had it or done right. some other classes. Yeah, so the, the whole thing that spurred us to develop the advanced concealed carry is some friends of mine had come through our CHL class over a year ago, and uh, the one woman had made the comment once the class was done that she thought it was fantastic, absolutely loved it. But she herself did not feel confident enough that she would go and continue training or practicing on her own. Um, and we quickly realized that obviously just doing the CHL class alone, it teaches you the basic fundamentals. Yes. Which how to operate the fire. Which obviously it is takes, more than a lot of the other classes kind of handle that I've seen, especially the one that I took years ago when it was first made legal here in the state. Mm-hmm. But I always tell people, it's like, hey, I'm glad you got your CHL. That's awesome. That's that's great. Now, call people like like Keep you guys, training. like yeah. Instruments yeah. of Freedom, yeah. and take a level one pistol class. Yes. And after you get done with that, take a level <laughs> two pistol class. Like, get yeah. some actual it, training. It's interesting Confident. you say that because that's one of the things that we do. Like, when you're, you're taking your concealed carry, if we say it once, we say it a hundred times. Continue your training. Continue your education. Yes. But mm-hmm. like Dennis said, what really spurred us to do this was staying on top of people and say, hey, when are you coming to this class? When are you doing it? Because if you say do it on your own, you'll never do it. They'll well, they, do they it. might have good ambitions to yeah. do it for a couple of months. Maybe but they'll go out in the way. and shoot a box at the yeah. indoor range every month. But right. it's like, it's not good training. Right. You, you can get some good trigger work and do some of those kind of things. Yeah, but right. that, that that's about it in an indoor range. I mean, you need to get actual training. You need right. competence carrying the firearm. Yes. Right. Well, exactly. And that's what this whole this class was designed to do. It picks up exa- right where we leave off with the CHL. Yep. You know, in, in, in the CHL class, the shooting portion, you're not drawing from your holster at all. Um, this class, well, let's be honest. I don't think most people are comfortable enough to do that right. for a very long I, time. I've never seen a CHL class at all where they actually have to draw their pistol out of their holster. I'll tell you what, the one that I shoot. went to would have been very <laughs> dangerous because like whew, some of the people I saw there had never shot a pistol before in their lives right? and they're, they're shooting on the range and it was not safe. Yeah. So this yeah. is, everything is done from concealment. All the drills are done from concealment. Um, the whole yeah, purpose of it is strokes. getting you to understand what it's going to take to expose, draw, and actually engage with that firearm should you need to. And then yeah. we start getting into some of the movement and multi-target stuff as well. Awesome. You know, before, before yeah. they took four hours away from us right. in the concealed carry class, <laughs> we actually would cover draw strokes. And because we had that much time, I'll bet you an hour or more was – Boom, boom, you know. Just, just getting just, reps and practicing. Mm-hmm. Just practicing. Drawing from concealment. That, drawing from concealment. But again, like you said, it, you know, sometimes it turns into a shit show. Well, it's you like, I mean, to. like I've, I've talked about it before. Like when I first took it, it was somebody who rented out like a, a big um, hotel, um, what do you call it? Like an office meeting place. Conference, conference room. Conference room. There we go. Yep. Wow. Couldn't think of that word. So <laughs> so we were, we were in a big one of those. There's probably 60 people there. They had to run different range times to get us all like fit in. So we had like a 12-hour class on Saturday. We had like a two-hour range time on like the next day, Sunday. And it was all split up. It was at somebody's farm somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually covered. So it was it was indoors, essentially. So it was raining. Sure. It was it was. It was doable, which which was kind of nice. But again, I had this lady in, on the range who was next to me who never shot a pistol in her life. 
who's using one of their Walther P22s that they don't clean, they don't take care of, so it jammed. And they're saying, hey, if it jams, just point it down range, put your hands up, a range officer will come over and clear it for you and get it safe again. And the fucking thing jammed, and she like looked, like pointed it next, like 90 <laughs> degrees to herself, which is right over at me. And so me on the line, I saw her point a fucking pistol at me. Like I stepped back off the line, like in Sewell, like so my my pistol's like sucked to my chest, like pointed down range. Yeah. And she like freaked out, like oh god, and then pointed down at the ground and put her hand up, and she was all scared. And I'm like, yeah, you just fucking flagged me. Like I mean, <laughs> if I could have left, I would have left. I would have like right. stripped down my weapon. Like I would. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm good. Like see you later. But it's like that's that's most class. Was your a twelve hour class? Did you? Yeah. Uh, when you first started? Yeah. Because I think they had to do ten hours. So I think they were adjusting for like, well, if you go out to piss or whatever, I can still show that on my records that you right. were there. So you can't sue me if if right. you get into a shooting or blah, blah, right. blah, whatever it was. I, I don't remember all the specific details. It was yeah. right when it first came out. Yeah, I thought it was like eight and four, eight hours classroom, four hours on the range. I, 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 but, I don't remember exactly, yeah. but it was something like that. It was a long fucking day yeah. on Saturday. Did, did, yeah, did you <laughs> well, they literally the like opened up, yeah, opened up the book and read from the book. Oh you know, God. it was it was painful. And they brought in a sheriff to scare us and say, "Don't ever shoot anybody. We're gonna take you to jail." Blah blah blah. <laughs> All this kind of stupid shit. Like it was it was ridiculous. But this it was what you had to do to get through it. But again, it's it's you got politicians making laws of something that they don't understand and trying to enforce it over everybody else, which is ludicrous. Like like I've talked about this before. Like I feel like a CHL class should be set up with people like you guys. Like firearms trainers, like people like Tom, like who has been in lo- like military, law enforcement, now a federal agent, like right. and dealing with training, and they send you to training all over the place because you come back and train your people. Right. Like yep. you guys should be on a big panel somewhere and saying, okay, what needs to happen? Who needs to be doing this? What are your qualifications? Like, do you need to do training every year? Do you need to show proof of training every year? They need to like those kind of things should be happening, and not yeah, politicians we, who I don't understand. To, I would shit. love to see quals. For yeah. civilians, I'd I love to see. I think it needs Absolutely. to be done. I mean, you'd have like, to do it in law enforcement. <clears throat> I, I'm yep. a I'm a firm believer that in the civilian world, our training to be able to carry a firearm should be more stringent than the police. Absolutely, I'm a firm believer of that. Absolutely, because these are people who go out there and do it for a job, and they do it every day. They're out there all the time. Whereas somebody who's getting a CHL could just, oh, I'm just going to go get it, and then I'm going to throw it in my truck or my purse or put it on my belt or whatever. And now I'm going to go save the world. Like, uh, no, actually, it doesn't work that way. Actually, right. Matt, uh, if that kind of scares me. I mean, because we've <laughs> talked about this before on uh, actual law enforcement training out there. And, yeah. you know, um, that's one of the big things that I know that uh, Jeff and I agree on, that there needs to be more training for of law course. enforcement. There 100% and, yeah. needs to be, because oh, I've yeah. said this before, right. I have way more training than 95% of police officers I run Absolutely. into. And that's scary. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I've, I don't yeah. have a lot of training. The sucky, I, I don't. Right. The sucky part about that, <clears throat> in my opinion, is that the, the guys don't want to train. If no, I'm not getting no. paid, if I'm not on duty, or if I'm not blah, 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 or someone else is paying for it, I don't yeah. want to train. Social worker I, with a gun. Yeah, right. Yeah, that and, that, and that blows my mind. I, I see that in jujitsu as well, because I believe that right. police officers should be enrolled in jujitsu. Uh, yeah. And like I so said, I've been into it now for almost two years, and I've learned so much. And like being a big, strong guy, I was when I first got there, I got humbled by a guy who was 150 pounds. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, I better fucking learn this. Like, yeah. this is important. Yeah, this but, is like, important. And we, we've That's got right. a handful of cops in our, in our gym. But I don't understand why all the local cops in the area don't go there. Right. Like I right. don't understand like why they're all not there because some again, of it's ego. Well, it's yeah. some of that as well. They don't want to get humbled. Yeah. You know, but obviously, some of it is they don't want to put out their own money. Like, yeah. like Jeff well, was they saying, don't want to like, put out their own money, and I, I, I hate to say this because they're our brethren, but they're mm-hmm. lazy. 
Yeah, plain and simple. Out of no, you, you they, can they, see that they, clearly when I'm you see a coffee shop with this huge belly. Like, yeah, bro, I'm, you I'm, need to be in shape. Like, I'm this gonna, is your job. Yeah, I'm going to work my shift. I'm going home. Fuck this, you know that, and that's the yeah. attitude a lot, and and especially with the climate today in in our country, it's even worse. Yeah, why the fuck would you want to go do that? Fuck you, yeah. people. You know, what I mean, yeah. you, you hear people, you hear these guys. I can't wait to fucking retire. I've got two years in counting. I got six months, whatever it may be. They're ready to get the hell out of it. Well, it was interesting because I was listening to the uh, Greg Anderson podcast, which is uh, endless endeavor. His okay. former police officer. We've talked about him before. Uh, he was a police officer in Seattle who had made that video coming out yeah. when the Rona first started last right. year saying, hey, shame on you cops for arresting people, taking their kids to the park or surfers right. going to the beach. Right. Like, shame on you. Like, these are not laws. Right. These are directives right. from your governor. These right. are not laws. Like, right. your job is to enforce the laws. Correct. Right. Like, do your job. And he, of course, he got fired for all that kind of stuff. Kind of like, so, like that lieutenant colonel. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know, so, kill the messenger, make him the yeah, scapegoat. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Because like he forgets about what's really going well, on. Well, the, the uppity ups come in and say, "Well, yeah. that that goes against what I'm saying, so you need to fire them." This is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And then obviously their 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 command structure, the police force, doesn't have the balls to stand up against no. and say, "Fuck you." No, like he's saying what's right. He has the right to say it. Right. I don't care if you don't like it. Right. Yes, you man know? mentality. Yeah. Exactly. Nonetheless, yeah. So let's not go there. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's you know, not get me down my rabbit hole. Yeah, let's, okay. <laughs> let's, let's not get me that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, yeah, no but, worries. But, I got a lot of anger there. Yeah. <laughs> little, little yeah. anger. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a little right. bit of an attitude <laughs> problem. <laughs> you know, but he was saying in there specifically, like having been a federal law enforcement, like coming from military, and obviously being in local law enforcement, he was saying, "20-year sure. career is too long for police officers." He's like, "It should be a 10-year and out because it is not sustainable to have that much cortisone pumping through, to have all those kind of things going on." He's like, "You should, you should not be in that profession that long. They should come in, do your job, help the community, and they should take care of you. You should go on and do other things." That's why they have federal law enforcement has a 57-year mandatory retirement because most of them never made it even that long. Of course, I mean, but he he, out. But he basically said, I haven't talked to anybody who's been in the profession for more than 10 years who is not disgruntled, who doesn't hate their job, and now they're just holding on until retirement, doing the bare fucking minimum. And that is not who we want on the streets. Yeah, but the problem of it is isn't always they're mad at the people that they're serving. The problem of it is they're mad at the people. It's the bureaucracy. It's the bullshit. It's the people who get promoted up who are yes men who aren't doing their jobs. Fucked up, move up mentality. Exactly. Who aren't standing up for their people. No, they don't. They that don't know that. The they don't know that part of it. Something I've always been curious about is why, as as a Marine, you know, when I was in the military, we were in a way incentivized to do that job because we knew our families were taken care of mm-hmm. if anything happened to us. Right? I had a, I didn't pay a penny and had a four hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy for my kids. Should anything right. happen, well, it's a bit of a high risk job. So is being <laughs> in law enforcement. Yes. What, what you guys? So why why? not provide the law enforcement with that same kind of incentive that the military is. They did back in we my day. We will take care of your family. You know, I've also been out of it. Right? You're not going to get paid that what you're paying pay for. It. But we're going to take care of your insurance. family should anything hold on, happen like, to well, you. There is, hold, there, hold on. Let Dennis finish his thought yeah, and you can right. get into it. But, but yeah, like I said, so instead of, because I heard so many of them were, well, I can go work at this city and get paid $2 more an hour here and get $5 more an hour. Like as military, that wasn't an option, right? We all had standard right. base pay. Right. But again, we were incentivized to do that because we knew our families were taken care of, right? Right. As right. A, as, and I'm not law enforcement, but it seems to me, just from my perspective these days, I wouldn't want to be a cop because one, not only am I being demonized, but the Why people that you? my employer 
doesn't give a shit about my family Hostile and nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to, yeah, they're yeah. not going to be taken care of if anything does happen. Right. To me. So but you were saying Jeff, to back that. in the day, back in the day, I've been, out, I've been out of it. I mean, I, 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 I stayed in law enforcement or in and out or training, teaching, whatever you want to call it. You're um, still in that world. You're I'm just still doing in the world, but profession. I'm not, I'm not paid by them yes. or paid by the fed or however, but back in the day we, we were taken care of. We basically had the same thing. I think, it, I think it was, if it was 10 cents out of every dollar that you made, that went towards ours was a half a million. Now, was the life insurance, if you got killed in the line of duty or working overseas. for the federal Correct. government. That so what about would, state see, and local? Well, I highly it's doubt different it. different everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it's probably yeah. different everywhere. More than likely, those guys, just like now, yeah. you're paying for it. But every administration at the federal level, every administration, believe it or not, they change it. Yeah, big and time. Big time. And I mean, it can go from phenomenal right. to suck. Right. In, in and a all, all that's going to do is drive good people out of the profession. Absolutely, it yeah. does. That's why I, I left. Well, there's, there's I, I left. I didn't. I don't have any retirement, no nothing, because I was so sick and tired of admin. I was like, yeah, I was, yeah. yeah, I was just. I mean, I and you know, <laughs> I basically retired at forty. I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm done. I I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm gone. And then I went into boat sales and sell big boats and have fun with that. And then. You remember Ed? Ed, yeah. pulled, Ed pulled me back into the law enforcement military yeah. end of it, doing a bunch of firearms training, training. Yeah. and because you guys are yeah. mostly doing uh, law enforcement and military, military kind of units, and yep. then you opened up to the public Correct. around the time when we met, right? Because you know, obviously, like I went to some of the classes, yep. met met you guys, yep. and did all that kind of stuff, and we've obviously been friends ever since. Yeah, but I mean, that's been what twelve? Oh that's God, that's almost a long time. 13, ago. 14, 15 At least, years. yeah, yeah, yeah. a long I, time. Yeah, so I mean, it, it does. It changes all over the place. If you talk to mm-hmm. Brian, that comes down the shop. Mm-hmm. He's local. They pay for their own. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do they get a little bit better rate because it's negotiated by their right, union? The union, probably. Yeah. But they're still paying for it. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you what. Before they we cover get, you, I yeah. mean, there is there is coverage if you're killed in the line of duty versus out of line of duty. There right. are certain government mandates that kick in and, and monies that kick in. But if you're if you just die. You know, from an aneurysm at home one night, then (laughs) it's whatever you pay for. (laughs) I mean, it's not like in the like military where it's two hundred thousand or four hundred thousand. I mean, it's two hundred thousand when I was in. Now it's probably four hundred thousand. I think it in total it was like five hundred thousand total. Right. I mean, I pay for it, but you know, on top of it, because my luck of dying while I'm working is about non-existent. Right. (laughs) <laughs> unless it's an accident on the range oh something happened well, I, we maybe, don't know what happened but I won't <laughs> die from it like every other time it'll skip off my head like the last time <laughs> yeah you know I mean it's 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 always when I'm not covered is when I'm gonna die of not, course not because of laziness that? or anything you know <laughs> alright well on the clock bang uh, one, one of the reasons why I love our conversation so much because like we've already had a huge tangent here so anyway so yeah. back to the advanced DHL class yeah. that you guys are offering at <laughs> the show oh yeah let's, let's, let's knock that out so we can get on to other topics yeah. so yes we do have one of those classes coming up i believe it's uh saturday october 13th or okay. 16th and obviously they can find that on your website yep. or on social media you guys post mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and on so on social media you guys think your instruments of freedom on uh facebook and and instagram, instagram yep. so it's, it's easy to find yeah and obviously all those links and stuff are on your website as well mm-hmm. so that's no big deal uh any uh, kind of other big things coming up at the shop uh, november we've got another tech med course as well Tactical medicine class. Yeah, it's November fifth, sixth. Is that right? Friday, Saturday. I believe so. Get them all bloody. Yeah, which I've got a friend who went through that class Get and he loved bloody. it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. class is that that I'm I'm pretty proud of that one. I mean, we we put a lot of our personal ideas into it. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of T triple C 
T T mm-hmm. what is it T double C you know yeah, all those great all, all the all the yeah. great you, you have to explain those people yeah. don't know what they yeah. are uh, uh, it's about impossible they would change yeah. every about three months absolutely <laughs> but we put a lot of personal stuff field experience into that class um, we get pretty in depth with the different type of hemostatics different type of uh, recognizing like a, a, a was a tension pneumothorax so mm-hmm. uh, collapse lung you know that type mm-hmm. of stuff but. Uh, yeah, it's a great class. And yeah, we, we I got a friend who went through good. that class and he raved about yeah. it. That was so great. And you guys gave him an IFAC. It's like yeah. an individual an individual first aid kit. So yeah. like that lives in his car now and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So he's always got something close if he needs it. Yeah, we take a lot of pride in our mm-hmm. IFACs because they're they're more like WeFACs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll take care of more than one person. But that you, you need that stuff. Yeah. You have to be able to take care of yourself as well as your buddy or yeah. yep. whoever you may come up with. A little bit extra gear isn't going to cost you a whole lot, especially nope. if it's driving on a car. Right. So your person, you're humping around all day, like in the Marines, like doing that kind of shit. Like I get it. Like right. you want yeah, to carry as, as little as possible, yeah. but you still need to carry enough to make sure you get through. Yeah, and understanding what you're carrying why you're carrying right. it how to use yeah it, and everybody else knows how to use it too because right. like what was i listened to, i was watching a grand thumb video yeah um when he was saying like we used to, like when he was back in the unit like they would all carry like multiple tourniquets so that right. way the yeah. medic didn't have to so yeah, right the, so they would all have it on their person in a specific location right marked on bags or pouches or whatever so that if the the medic got to them, they could use their own tourniquets on them. Or right. if they could get to it and do it themselves, they would do it that right. way. Self-aid. So that way he wasn't right. running out of stuff that he might need for other people. Right. One of my like, big things that makes sense. Like, you will you are way more likely in your life to have to utilize medical skills Absolutely. than you are to ever have to utilize firearms. Absolutely. hundred exactly. percent. Tom, you talk about yeah. this a like lot. I always like, try and like push a, was it personal aid, buddy medical. aid, all that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. We teach all, all yeah. that stuff. So so that's I mean, a great class stop to the get bleed. into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if not, you're yeah. Well, they talk about the same thing uh, in our EP class. We do an executive mm-hmm. protection 40-hour basic course. Which they you guys get, just had one yeah, recently. we just had one. We've got the dates for next year set. I want to say that they're the middle of May. Uh, again, we'll get that on the, the schedule and on the website. But, you know, in 20 years of doing EP work, you know how many times I've pulled my, my weapon? Zero. Yeah. I mean, heart attacks have you taken care of? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you, you, babysitting. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's why I call it executive <laughs> protection. Babysitting. Babysitting. Yeah, especially yeah. when you yeah. get the wealthy guys that are all on blue pills and <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> better know your. Better know your. your th- this damn thing's been hard for more than four hours. Yeah. Oh, right. it sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> so, any other classes coming up? <laughs> oh. Ah. <laughs> uh, not really. Okay. But most of the other stuff cool. is actually full. You good. Know? So we've got the uh, That's a knights, good thing. That's the good knights ar- Yeah, the Knights Armament uh, Precision Yeah, rifle. but you would talk about the last time you came yeah, on. Yeah, that one's full, and it's ready. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll get everything for the students by next spring, early summer. Yeah, that was a hell of a build-out in that rifle. Man, so. that thing's going to be cool. It's, it's going to be that fun gonna to be see so that stuff. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's about it. Very but, cool. Uh, yeah, stop in and see us. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great place to even just out. hang out. Like, there's yeah. lots of times, like, I'll go down there thinking, like, oh, I'm going to drop this off and talk to you guys for a little bit. And, like, fucking two three, hours, three hours, hours later, later. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I should probably go on home and do my stuff. Uh, the next self-defense and awareness uh, beginners course oh, is yeah. going to start in, I think, three Saturdays. When yeah, the new three one weeks. Will start. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's the right. current class, next Saturday is their last uh, session. Give dates because this is going to come out, like, different times. Yeah, I don't – I can't remember uh, the date. Me, Wally, text Wally real quick. Yeah. Just an idea. Well, yeah, it's uh, well, let's see. Look, I think it's the twenty eighth of October. Okay, October so the 28th. end of October. Yeah, of if that's a Saturday, that's the start of the I next one. I think it'll be November sixth. All right, because we got. Well, either way, so the end yeah. of October, early November yep. of twenty twenty one. 
Obviously, stuff's going to be up on social media yeah. and your website. So go and check that out if you're interested, if you're hearing that pretty quickly. Obviously, if you're listening to this, past tense, well, you missed it, but look for new stuff. Another <laughs> one will be down there. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. run them all the time. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a reason for that. It's because they're they're needed, and it's uh, what is it the the old adage like sometimes it's better to retake stuff because it's better to be reminded than instructed. Right. Of like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Skill right. building. Exactly. Right. Like sometimes it's better to go through the motions again to relearn the stuff you already used to know that you probably forgot. Or mental masturbated. Right. <laughs> Bring it back to the forefront. All right. Well, something that I wanted to get into. Uh, was the gun control stuff. And we were talking about this before we started recording. You missed out on it, Tom, because you weren't here yet. You mean yet. hitting the target every time? <laughs> <laughs> something like, control yeah, something like that, right? That's what gun control in our world is. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting. Uh, I guess that's more like a trigger manipulation, right? Yeah. Like like pressing smooth and back to the rear, not jerking the trigger, all that kind of stuff. Like following your sights, focusing on breathing, doing all that kind of good stuff. But I've been seeing lots of stuff on social media. Well, not on social media. But like for me. On Socialist U- media? On, mm-hmm. on YouTube. I've been see- seeing lots of stuff pop up on that. I've been seeing lots of stuff come through my email. I'm like, take action. They're doing this. And oh, my right, God. Right. You hear of all these like uh, things that are going through the House and the Senate. Like uh, you hear different states doing different things. Like what the fuck is actually going on? Like you guys right, have right. Your, the, your your hand like on the, more of the pulse of the actual community than I do. I'm so removed now, like just not paying attention to the news and social media, all that kind of stuff. Well, try not to. So, well, of <laughs> yeah. course, there's a reason I don't because right. I'm, I'm much more mentally yeah. healthy not doing that. Yeah. But like, what's actually going on? Because like, I'm hearing crazy have... stuff like, oh, they're going to get rid of this. They're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to do magazine bans and this and that. Blah. They're going to take all your guns. Like, I highly doubt it. But like, right. what, what's actually going on? What are you guys actually seeing going on right now? They're trying their best. Yeah, they're. I, I think they're trying their best, but I think a lot of it's getting shot down because. So like, uh, know, like they, yeah. they're doing legislation. They, it's just not passing through the House and the Senate, or uh, what's too going close. on? Here? Yeah, it's 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 too close. I mean, it, having right. having, and I'm sure you've got guys. I think, I think there's you know, they got five five vote in the House, and it's even fifty fifty in the right. Senate. So right, unless it's something that's super, it's going to be super. Uh, yeah, we were talking about support that. it. We were talking about yeah. that earlier about like uh, I, I brought up Dan Crenshaw. And well, you have like to explain it again. Yeah, he voted for they. The way it looked in the media is he and and like I don't know forty some other conservatives voted to have the red flag law. What's oh, what's the red flag law? That like if if your neighbor doesn't like you, he says you're a threat. Yeah, I think he's a threat. He's I know he's got guns, and I man he he is he's, he's, he's mentally he's unstable. Pro- yeah, he's a problem. <laughs> they can come in. Take your firearms, no due process. What? No, absolutely, absolutely. How is that constitutional? It's not. That's <laughs> that, but that's that's where I'm going. But what what I got bent out of shape. I actually sent him a a letter to his office and said like, hey, dude, you know everything you've been through. You know, former Navy SEAL. You you lost an eye. You you know all the different things that he's done. I sent him a letter saying like, what are you doing? Tell me this isn't true. You know, say it ain't so. <laughs> yeah. And because like, uh, the media is saying this, yeah, the media what's actually true, and and you know people that are all I don't want to I don't want to call them agitators, but people that just like the the, the turmoil and everything. Oh, I yeah. mean, just leave me drama the fuck queens. alone. Just, yeah, drama queens. But I, I got a hold of a team member of his, you know, that served with him, and I say, hey, what what are your thoughts on this? And uh, I don't want to bring his name up because I'm not sure That's if, okay. he, if he'd want yeah. me to. Or I not, appreciate but, that. But anyhow, um, I'm like, hey. You, you know him. I said I sent him a letter, I, and he and he told me. He goes, "Yep, I did too." He goes, "It's bullshit." The what they voted on the red flag laws, and there were two other items in that bill that were removed. 
but the media doesn't tell you that. No, they don't. So, and, okay, okay, so there yeah. were other issues so, in that bill correct. that were taken out. Correct. That the, then they voted on, but and they voted the for media was part. putting it in before as yeah. if everything was still in. Everything was still in. I right. got you. So, again, how true all of the stuff is, I truly don't believe we'll ever get an honest answer out of any of them, just like the the – was a three and a half trillion dollar right, bill, right. 2,500, 2,800 pages. It's ridiculous. And that one center, I love him. I, I can't remember his right. name, but he held up and goes, how many people you think read this? Zero. Right. Yeah. Zero goes, people. I can tell you I didn't. Well, first of all. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm not going to vote for something right. that, you know, first off. It's, well, they found uh, what? Uh, 126. Anybody that doesn't get the COVID shot, any company that doesn't, do, that supports somebody that doesn't do it is a $700,000 fine. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, such it's fucking the kind bullshit. Of stuff in, I mean, 120, page 126. They Nobody might as well just that. take the Constitution down and all of them trample on it because yeah. that's what they're fucking doing in it's, reality. It's, it seems right. ludicrous, but luckily, like, our government has good checks and balances in, which a lot of these things aren't well, getting through, which is good. Yeah. Because, again, if you've got this red flag law, which is bullshit, tell me my neighbor could say, hey, I don't like him. Anybody could. You know, it's like yeah. uh, he's, he's an asshole. And I could get, yeah. like, freaking cops kicking down my door to come in and take my guns yeah. and take me away. It's like, well, that's going to end bad for any everyone. Cop that, any cop that would do that needs to be removed. Well, yeah, that. we say that, but then that goes back to Greg Anderson. So you got all these cops who are saying behind the scenes telling yeah, him, well, "Hey, we appreciate your message and what you're saying is right and we shouldn't be infringing on these people's like rights right. and we should be upholding the constitution." Right. But then nobody stands up for him and he gets yeah, fired. Low, but, yeah. You know what? I, I I lose my job over it. I mean, I mean, me yes, personally, but I most would. people would not. There, there's a no. reason why Jordan Peterson talks yeah. about this. And yeah. the fact that we would all become Nazis, like, oh, I would never become a Nazi. Like, well, the problem is that you is already that pe- are. People did. You already are. If you look back and understand history, <laughs> these things happen very slowly. Yeah, so, there's, there was a hell of a picture that was out, and I wish I would have, like, screenshot it, but it had Nazi, Nazis. Mm-hmm. checking papers yep oh yeah I, i've got you, that one and then the next picture was do you have your vaccine card right. what's the fucking difference yeah there is none there is because none. now That's there's right. the clean and unclean yeah. but you know what they say but, how that, you, but how fucking smart is that yeah. you're vaccinated why why do you get vaccinated so you don't get sick right suppose, well, get supposedly sick. So, so who it, the fuck it, cares if someone else doesn't get vaccinated if you're vaccinated no, because it doesn't work well here's the thing supposedly right. that was all just so that they would minimize minimize their own effects right. of getting the virus because they're going to get it and they're still going to spread it but let's then not why get, get vaccinated well that's that's their choice they can <laughs> oh have, yeah no i agree. they have the right to do whatever i they agree 100 percent. but don't force don't force me exactly to do something let's let's or say that i'm let's, unclean let's not let's not go down that path because i think we're all a little upset about that like they say, you know, uh, how do you make a, the most bravest man on the planet a coward? Give him a job, give him a wife, you give him a family in a in a hundred thousand dollar house, and then tell him, you know, I'll fire you. That's how to make. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that's, that's, what's, that's, that's what's that's what's going, going on. on right now. Like, I think a lot of the, <laughs> these people are afraid of losing their yeah. their jobs and not being able to provide for their families yep. and losing their house and like losing their like losing everything, right. everything. You know, because like what's what's going to happen if uh, all of a sudden like a, a breadwinner, whether it be the husband or wife, doesn't matter, right. like like loses mm-hmm. their main income for the right. house? What's right. going to happen? Well. The other person is going to leave them and most likely take the kids. Right. That's usually how that goes. So they'll literally lose everything. Yeah, but in law enforcement or in government jobs, who mm-hmm. do you think pays them? Taxpayers. Taxpayers. Right? Yeah. Always. Right. Always. So yes. you take my job away, your job's taken away. Because if you take enough people away that aren't paying but, taxes. But again, but people don't yeah. think long term down no, the line. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, hell, 
you drive around, drive around anywhere. Every store has need help, need help. Right, right. Nobody's working. No. And the solution is let's go fire those who are working. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how, how that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It uh, makes me ask the question. Um, Cause again, I, I understand losing your source of income sure. and how that would be terrifying, but you've been through that. I have. Yeah. And I found something else. It, well, exactly. You know, so to me, it, it's only truly terrifying if I believe that I myself cannot go find another, another source job. of income. Right. <laughs> right. No, that's right. Um, so I agree with that. do all these people simply believe that that job is the, the one and only job in the world that they can do that they I mean, can't go get a different job? Who knows what they're feeling, obviously personally, but it right. seems to be that way because they're, they're so afraid of rocking the boat and doing oh, yeah. what's right. Yeah, rocking the boat or, right. or, or trying something new. Yeah. That's well, what you talk it, about. Exactly. Being what I more hear about more get out of that comfort zone. Right. Than even people losing their jobs is the amount of employees or employers that need employees. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. That is, yeah. there's it's, a higher demand right, right, right now for employees. You can drive a truck. The, the problem is people don't want to work. I don't, th- right. me personally, right. I don't think people want to work. I think that's very true because, right. I mean, you, you talk to people who own businesses and like, if even if they hire people, they can't get them to do work. Right. And it's like, I mean, <laughs> which, I, only, I, which only makes it more ludicrous right. that you're going to fire those who are working. Right. Well, you, you're, not, you're not firing those kind of people because obviously those are going to be like lower paying jobs because they're not highly skilled jobs. Because mm-hmm. like, like if you hire highly skilled people, there's a demand for those because it's it's not well, likely even, that people have right. skills. Even the lowering paint jobs right now are anywhere yeah. from 13 to 18 bucks yeah, an exactly. hour. But right. that's only to pull people in. But the, the market can't sustain paying them no, that much no, no. for their jobs. It mm-hmm. doesn't work I, that way. I understand that part. But what I'm saying is that's what they're right. doing just to get people to work. Yeah, because like I, I've got a friend Relatives who owns businesses that, and, yeah, and, got, he's, and he's yeah. talking about like, like, yeah, I can't get people to show up. up. I can't get people to show up to interviews. Right. Like they'll show right. up and they'll like be texting on their phone. Right. They're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like they're right. coming in for a job. Right. And they're not even paying attention to you. Yeah, they're you really want to work. Like, yeah. right. like get the fuck out of here. Like, like. Well, the you, postal service is just a shit show. I mean, they. I mean, we talked with one of the postal carriers, and they're losing people all the time. They pay like seventeen, eighteen dollars an hour. Yeah, and, and they've and, got good benefits. They right. got retirement. They've got yeah. all those. But kind the problem of, things. of it is, is you got to go work on the east side of Cleveland all day and get get harassed by the the um the hoodwinks and you know you can go work at taco bell for 15 bucks with a 500 hundred dollar bonus right i mean mm-hmm. why would you why would you do that i mean this is the problem we're getting into right now is is you're gonna have to do something to track people but the problem of it is is if you do a mandate where they got all gotta get a shot and half them quit how do you do it i mean this is where we're going where we're at now well I just saw in the, I think Fox News had it on last week. They had the the CEO of Ford Mm -hmm. because Ford is preparing to build two brand new factories, the two largest manufacturing facilities they've ever built down in the Tennessee and Kentucky area. Right. One facility is supposed to be, I think, six square miles. One building. (laughs) That's sick. (laughs) How many employees are they going to have to hire? Now, they said the CEO, I remember him saying that, they spent two years just searching for a location because they had to find an area that had enough skilled labor right. that they'd be able to run the facility. But isn't there a huge Ford plant in Cleveland that shut down because they couldn't get enough people to run it? Like, how are they going to get this brand well, apparently new? Apparently, this, that's this what... is all of their electric vehicle production. Right. That's why they're getting a lot of government subsidies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's... But again, so, how many new but, jobs is that going to open up in... Well, why don't they go back to Cleveland? Because here's the problem. Yeah, they've, already, that, got well, a, they've already got a place there. Why not start not there? Not to jump on that, the guys that are in unions or stuff like that, but the unions negotiated them right out of fucking business. That's usually how that period. works. Yeah. 
so I mean that that's why you've got that big Ford plant in Cleveland sitting there idle. You know, Chevy's the same way. Yeah. You know, but we have a, we have a shortage of cars. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just it just no it, it just makes never no ends. Sense. It never fucking ends. It, yeah. Man. It, what's going on right now makes no sense. No. Like the economy is so fucked up right now. I just, I just don't understand it. Because again, well, like you shut everything down for a year or whatever it's been. It was supposed to be two weeks or some bullshit. Yeah, you know, for your then, grandmother. And then, and then here we are, like over a year, yeah. almost a year and a half later, and shit's still shut down. Like it's barely open. Like what's right. going on? Like, like the economy's suffering. You can't get anybody to work because no, everybody's right. sitting at home getting paid by the government right. to fucking not work. Right. They're all right. used to that. Like, well, right. hell, I like sitting on my ass and watching Netflix. So this what, is awesome. Right. Like, so what you're <laughs> saying is this is all just cultural and lifestyle. I, I don't know. Like, what's what's causing all this and what's what's continuing mm-hmm. to cause it? Like, I don't see, like, the actual answers of how to fix it. Obviously, I'm not smart enough to know how to fix it. What well, blows but, my mind how many skilled people that are, that want to work, that go to work, show up, right. you know, and then to be forced to do something. That's, yeah. That you feel I, unconstitutional? My, yeah, I, yeah, that's completely unconstitutional. Yeah. You and know? obviously with that, you're talking about the vaccine. Yeah. Well, my, my problem is it's like you got one side saying like on the abortion topic, which right. I, I'm totally against abortion. I just always have been. It's just not right. If you don't want to have kids, don't fuck, you know, sorry. Oh. Um, but you've got one hand here where it's my body, my choice. Right. On this hand, when it comes to vaccine, oh, it's it's for the good of the people. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I see. I seem to remember somebody saying for the good of the people. We had a little tiny mustache right here. And, yeah. Name Adolf. Yeah, yeah, Adolf. <laughs> you know, yeah. th- this this for the good of the people. It's horseshit. Yeah, absolutely, well, it's mean, horseshit. Same thing. Even talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. You remember him yeah, yeah. coming out and saying, "Fuck your freedoms. We need to do this for the people." Well, where the fuck did out. that come from? Yeah, this, yeah this right. Is not a Austria. socialist. Yeah, state. I mean, look yeah. at where you came from, yeah. and look at what capitalism did for you. Look how well that worked for the Jewish people of the right. country. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, come on. But that's uh, that. I guess that's my that's my point. What are we next? The 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 unwashed unvaxers. You find. <laughs> All right, so it's a uh, quote from Dennis, C.S. Lewis. Dennis just pulled up this yeah. quote here. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Yeah, I know this uh, one. To, the, to the best of my abilities here. Uh, it says, and we quote. This is uh, from Joe Hogan. What's his Instagram? Yeah. So this is from Instagram on Joe Hogan. Uh, yeah, like I said, Joe Hogan. Says it says and I quote Hawk. like all. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. Uh, the robber barons' cruelly, cruelty may sometimes sleep. The robber barons' cruelty may sometimes sleep. His oh man, what's that word? <laughs> Cupidity. I don't know that word. Sounds right. Cupidity, C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y, may at some point be satiated, but those who torment us for our own good will torment us without the end of they who do so for the approval of their own conscience. Mr. C.S. Lewis. It was very much butchered by me. But... (laughs) It's it's. But think about what you just read there. Yeah, that, yeah that's, right that's the there thing. The is end. like if if we break it down and kind of think about what's going on there, it's like yeah, I would rather live under somebody who's going to oppress me than just not have any rights whatsoever. Well, yeah, you know, not have old Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, know? right. Those who torment us for our own good will will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. Right. 
that's the scary part to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. It well, is. again, you've got all these people. In, going on. You've got all these people in power who don't care about us as the society. No. All they care about is their own power and becoming gajillionaires, which mm-hmm. should be illegal, but they've made it illegal or legal for themselves, but illegal right. for us. Right, right, right. It's 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 crazy. Well, if to you think look of. at if you look at a lot of politicians that go in that that. We know what their net worth was when they went in, yes. and now all of a sudden they're worth oh, yeah, hundreds of millions time. of dollars. It's AOC, like a fu- watch her. Yeah, she's a fucking. She goes from a, 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 wait, a bartender and waitress to a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And you got to look at it this way: the only person that's been more wrong to Dick Goddard about the weather is Fauci about diseases. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean that's the way it is. I mean, I've never seen a guy that's been well, yeah, flip flopped and it been seems, wrong. It doesn't seem to be flip flopping. It seems to be misinformation. Yes. On purpose. Yes. To yeah, confuse yeah. everyone. Right. Exactly. Because like, nobody is going to tell us the truth because the truth hurts their bottom line, well, which yeah. is, I mean, this their is about money. fucking and even the power. C- even the CDC, yeah. you know, that is, yeah. is supposed to be not biased. Or not FDA. Nothing. Yeah, FTA. All this stuff right. that's supposed to be, here are the facts. They've changed shit on their sites. Yeah, they have. CDC, when it first came out and it talked about O blood types having uh, better immunity. Yeah, the... the, the Spike protein in the O blood is harder for the COVID uh, virus to adhere to it. So, like, I'm O negative. In February of 19, I know I had COVID because I came home uh, from Louisiana. I drove straight through, and I thought I was just, I was beat from the drive. Um, Grabbed some NyQuil because I wanted to go to sleep. I got in bed, and I'm not kidding you. It had to have been a few hours of the worst chills. I mean, I just wanted to die. Fell asleep, woke up, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? I mean, because I, I yeah. felt 100%. Yeah. And then I had a, a, a appointment with a neurologist in, at the, the hospital I go to. and From your car accident. Yeah, from the car accident. And then uh, I went in and I said, hey, I believe I had COVID. If you want to check for antibodies and I can help, I'd love to. And they're like, sure, it's $300. I'm like, yeah, that's I don't want to help yeah, that much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Know? That's why I didn't get, get it either. But even back then, re- I would go to CDC and read, and it seemed like – the stuff that they knew about, it's not on there anymore. Right. It's gone. Okay. They talked about the efficacy rates right. of of your the human, you know, our immune system, what right. the percentage rate was. At that time, it was like a 96 or 97% survival rate. And then, of course, everything went all over the place. Well, it, it's also the fact that the CDC does studies and they don't announce them until after, say, the Israeli study comes out then right. all of a sudden we find out the cdc has has knowledge of the same thing on tests they've done mm, and things right. like vermont that just come out and says hey we're we're 65 percent uh fully vaccinated but 75 percent of the people in our hospitals are fully vaccinated it's not an it's not as the government says it's not the unwashed sully the unvaccinating causing the problem it right. is it is the fact that this thing has jumped the yeah. barrier and it's they don't a want to virus everyone's yeah. going to get a virus there's a reason right. why there's no cure for the common cold right or the common flu right because right. it's a fucking virus that mutates and it's, and it's right. jumped their visible fence and they don't want to admit it they want to because they're afraid of panic and everything else so they just lie lie and lie but, but again how much of it is actual lying and how much of it is like it's done on purpose to just have oh. misinformation out there because you can't trust anybody anymore yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't trust anything that comes any, out. No. Yeah, no. Anything that I read online or see in the news, I don't trust any of it anymore. Because right. like, I don't know what's true and what's not. Even you know you, what I trust? I trust that I, ta- I up my CDZ, I yeah. up my uh, 
echinacea, all the right. different things that help your immune system. That's what I upped. I'll, I'll trust my body to fight off whatever, yeah. whatever right. it may be. And it be. seems like nobody's talking about that. Like, no. hey, how about you stop being a, f- no. a fat, I mean, lazy slob? Yeah. De- I'm, glad go exercise and- I'm glad Dennis is here today because what did we talk about mm-hmm. when this first fucking started? I mean, this has gone back a year and a half yeah. when it first started talking. Dennis, I mean, he came in one day and we started talking about it and he was fired up because he's like, why aren't they talking about how to stay healthy? Exactly. How do you get more healthy? Exactly. You know, how do you, and how and do you it, prevent it? And I, I was, I'm 100% with him. I, that's, yeah. There was no talk about PPE. There's no, no talk about decontamination. Right. There's no talk about exercise and what you should eat and yep. how you should get healthy. I right. mean, just look, look it up right now. Look up what they, what the government guidelines on how to get healthy is. Right. And it'll make you a big, fat, <laughs> awful slob. Right. And, you know, daily, daily intake. It's, it's how to make you into a, if you were to follow the USDA's right. nutritional yeah, exactly. guidance, you're almost guaranteed to end up with type 2 diabetes. Exactly. <laughs> which, exactly. which is a diagnosis it's that according diabetes. to the USDA yeah. is non-reversible. If you follow the right. USDA's recommended exactly. nutritional guidelines for somebody with type 2 diabetes, mm-hmm. you are almost guaranteed you will die. Exactly. Yet... The studies have already been done on ketogenic diets, exactly. and they have completely reversed, reversed type 2. Type right. 2 That's diabetes right. type with two, the ketogenic type diet. Type 2 diabetes isn't diabetes. It's insulin resistance. That's right. Yeah. That's and right. that's, that's mm-hmm. the that, – but they don't tell anybody that. They don't tell how to reverse it. I just learned recently listening to Dr. Rhonda Patrick, I believe it was, and she explained how the very first sign of um, dementia – and she also thought maybe Alzheimer's as well, but she wasn't mm-hmm. real sure about the Alzheimer's. But absolutely, right. the very first sign of dementia is your neurons, your brain mm-hmm. neurons, become inefficient at utilizing glucose. Right. But look at our diets. Well, They're yeah. horrible. It's, and it's because yeah. of our diets. I yeah. mean, look at it. I mean, you go look at what the average yeah. American eats. It should be illegal. I mean, look at the – I mean, we have, we <laughs> yeah. have just – I mean, we've taken meat, meat, right? And we have altered meat to – for everybody's flavor and happiness, right? Because now we grain fed it so it's all perfectly marbled and it tastes just a certain way. And everybody eats it. The problem of it is is it's all grain fed, which means you don't have any of the omega threes in it. So therefore we all have a high cholesterol. I mean it's it's just it's this lie that they perpetrate and it, the food companies have all taken everything you eat, drink, uh, and have 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 optimized the Addictive things on sugar, fats, and and uh, what was it? Sugars, fats, and uh, what's the other one? There's three things: sugar, fat, and salt. They've they've yeah. optimized that so you crave it, and they just give it to you. And then they don't even go in and and all these preservatives they put in this stuff. They don't even regulate it. It's like, oh, it's okay. It's just go ahead and eat this shit. And now we got record diabetes. We got record cancer. We have all these things that go with it. In it's government propagated, and you want me to trust somebody that I can't even trust the menu that you give me, but mm-hmm. I'm supposed to trust you on on shots and everything else. Well, sugar's a drug, just yeah. like caffeine. Well, no, it's it's like actually chocolate. it's worse, and it's yeah. it's because actually it's processed yeah. more addictive right. than cocaine. Well, <laughs> it, it, here's the thing: it is it's an inflammatory too. <laughs> yes, I mean, yep. since I've gotten off sugar, the the issues I had, the, the all these issues that I had have gone away just by getting sugar out of my diet. I mean, it's just, it's like, that's amazing. Yeah. And you know, I was a real asshole when I was getting off of it. My poor wife, I mean, she needs (laughs) sainthood for that. I mean, I thought, I thought, 
<laughs> I thought other things were bad, but getting off sugar was the worst thing I ever did. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I it, it's just, and that's another thing about diabetes. It's that sugar, the sugars in everything. And not only did they take your sugar, is they made it even more addictive with high fructose corn syrup. And that's in everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's highly addictive. And that it, is the one thing you can take a chart of human cancer rates. Right. Um, which the number one cause of cancer back in the eighties was tobacco use. Right. Um, which has tobacco use itself has plummeted since then. Right. Yet well, cancer rates have, it's have what skyrocketed. they put in the tobacco right. too. The, the one thing that you can overlay on that right. chart that will match up with the cancer rates right. is the consumption of processed oils. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's primarily, even, well, you your, know, I mean, your, uh, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Well, the other and your thing, vegetable oils, I mean, they use hexane to cut your oils, right? So they take hexane to cut your oils because it makes a hundred, you know, ninety nine percent of whatever it is. What's and hexane? Hexane's a, uh, it's a carcinogen that's a, uh, it's like a solvent, so it breaks things down. So they mix it in with it. It breaks all the oils. I mean, whatever you putting it in, it makes so you can make vegetable oil, canola. I mean, whatever you want to do. And then that extra, that's yeah. extracted from what's broken down. Yeah. So what they do is they heat it and it burns it off. Right, but there's always trace elements of hexane in there sure. because they can't burn it all off because they'll taint the product. So you have hexane in all your all your oils. This is why when you pick up something and you look and it says Espella pressed, that means it's the old fashioned way where they crush the juice out of it. That's what you want. If it says Espella pressed, it's good. It's natural. It hasn't had any kind of adulterants put into it or, so or any kind of oil. solvents. Yeah, olive oil. Yes. Yeah. So, but you got olive oils are mostly Espella pressed. Mm-hmm. But this is what they don't tell you. I mean, they take carcinogen solvents to break these things down, and then they put it in there. And then also, all those oils are, are shitty for you, horrible for you. I mean, when you really look at them, what they do to your body. Mm-hmm. But aren't more and more people understanding these things, and they're going back to more of like a natural kind of diet? I think some people are. have been out there and talking yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think there's a lot of people that are doing Waking that. Up. Like I got, so how do they do that, though? They go to the yeah. grocery store and they buy the fat-free items? You know how much yeah, that costs? because that's worse. Because those are worse Those for are yeah. worse. Yeah, because <laughs> no, they're wrong. I'll tell you what I like. Yeah. I, I read a lot of articles. Like Chris McKinley, he's MPAS. Navy SEAL, he's, he's a friend of mine. He, Dennis knows him. Um, he'll put out articles about stuff like honey. I never knew how good honey. Yeah, honey's I mean, great for you. I, I never knew how how much. I knew it was okay for you or mm-hmm. good for you. I never knew how good it was for you. So now it's like I've got these big, like, two-quart right. jars, and I just, I'll take a swig of honey. Like, I, it's, I, I do like it. I see all these, these keto-friendly yeah. yeah, oh, those are worse. grocery stores. Yeah. And they're horrible. I'd be, yeah, and I'd, they're terrible. I'd be willing to bet that we could go to any grocery store yeah. in this city and pull one of every single item yeah. that was listed as keto friendly, and if you were to test it, every single one of those items would kick but you out of but here's, here's ketosis. The exactly, if you ate it. exactly. Like, and and they're but, made if you you can eat this one you can eat this one bag of things and you'll be within keto. But if you eat two bags of those, you're out. Right. And that's all. That's your whole daily nutritional facts. I mean, it, it's but, crazy. but here's the thing though: is like again, I think that people are starting to realize these kind of things because like. When I was growing up, it was all about the the no fat, the fat free, right, the different right. oils, which, which everyone's gone away from. They're going right. to more natural products, yeah, right. but it's like I've got friends who are vegan, right? So right. so they'll, mm-hmm. they'll they'll eat like a vegan cheeseburger with soy and all this kind of stupid yeah, shit. Which is good for you, which apparently <laughs> like studies have shown yeah. that's actually worse for you yeah. than, than doing meat. anything else. Yeah. Like, but I thought the idea of like being vegan was. Again, because like they just hate cows. Vegans hate cows. Right. They don't want cows to exist because if cows didn't exist, 
Like, well, then they'd be much happier because apparently the grass would still be. The, the only reason we have cows is like to eat them. You don't have wild fucking cows, right? Right. So the only so reason we have like them the deer either is because they're, they're goddamn delicious. But yeah. for some reason, yeah, vegans, exactly. vegans fucking hate cows. It is what it is, right? But but so the reason that they're doing that is like to be to feel good about themselves to only right. eat plants because they don't want to kill any other animals. Blah blah blah, except for cows, right. shitheads. But it's it's but the, if if the idea of being vegan is like okay, go have a fucking carrot in a salad, yeah. like. Don't have a, a fucking cheeseburger that's not a real cheeseburger because right. you want to have a burger. It's like, right. if you want to have a fucking burger, go yeah. eat a burger. Like, Hypocritical. Why, 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 yeah. why are you substituting something out? Like, why are you yeah. having, like, a keto pasta right. or something like that? It's like, the idea of being keto is, to, like, to get away from pasta. Like, don't have keto whatever because that's going to be made with chemicals that's and bullshit. That's the fucking thing for me. And everything else. No, well, but, no I, but I get it. But, like, everything in moderation I, is not the end of the world. Right. No, and that's right. exactly it. Because, the fresher right. you can make yeah. it with homemade things, right. real right. fucking food, that, that's you're exactly going to be better right. off. But, like, Anything that's processed yeah. is just fine. Yeah. Well, well check well, out. Here, here's this, the thing. Going keto isn't, isn't exactly against feeling sorry for anything. It's 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 because you want to do it more. You want to have a more healthier life. And I understand so that. So if you can have pasta that's healthy and made with keto things that isn't going to kick you out of ketosis, I'm like, all all for it. But I understand what you're well, saying. I don't see is, the point of it. Like, if you're going to be away pasta. from that, just stay away from it. And if you're going to have pasta, yeah, but, yeah, you enjoy have pasta. it. Have yeah. it once in a while. Right. That, yeah, well, that's exactly I it. I didn't that's... go on keto to stay away from anything. I went on keto to... Uh, the reason I'm on keto is to eliminate all the shit that everybody puts in my food. So if I can find any food that's that that substitutes it and it's healthy, I'll eat it. But I understand what you're saying is these people... Especially the vegans will sit there and poo-poo a certain right. certain you eating something, and they substitute it, and that's that's where I have a problem with it. Is you know I agree with you on that, but for me it's not it's not whether or not I poo-poo any food. Yeah, it's I want to I want to take my big thing is to take all the shit out of my food so I stay healthy and I'm not dying of cancer in another five. Yeah, but six I think years. that's what more and more people are doing. They're, they're going to local so. grow ops. They're getting their I vegetables so. from them instead of these big yeah. farms with all the chemicals and the bullshit right. and everything right. else. I grow my own vegetables yeah, because like, of that. They're, they're yeah. getting beef from local right. places yes. that, that do yes. actually pasture raised, right. grass fed beef. Right. Right. They might finish them with some corn, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's all But right. it's not going to be all right. corn where it's like right. super bad. And like they're literally like rotting the cows out from the inside right. out. Well, like right. Wagyu. I love Wagyu, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, imagine you're a doctor and you were to do an type. autopsy on a human being, right? And you cut that human being open and you saw that kind of intermuscular fat that we oh, yeah. crave in Wagyu. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you bad. saw that in a human being, you'd be like, what the fuck was yeah. wrong with this <laughs> yeah, person? Exactly. This has got to be the most unhealthy fucker in human well, history. I mean, they have they, they take Ville and they, they tie them up and they feed them so they don't move around. So the muscle the yeah. muscles really tender. I mean, it's, it, I mean, like, like you were saying, I mean, if a doctor cut open some kid at, at X amount of time and looked at the muscles and they were like, you know, that's a trop. I mean, that's just like, you know, that you're going to die. You're never going to make yeah. it to adulthood. I mean, it's just yeah. I we're mean, the, fe- literally feeding these animals to death, and we haven't even got like the way it makes them taste. Right. Yeah, and we haven't even got into the, <laughs> and the problem uh, is genetically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look at it. You got all this genetically modified uh, vegetables and everything else out there. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, all for the all for the holy dollar and to make so the, much. I would say the problem is that years ago, these large industrial farms realized that every cow that they injected with an antibiotic for some reason right. grew larger. Right. Right. Which more made money. them more money. Yeah. Right. So across the board, they right. just started injecting them all with antibiotics. Except and then right. in 2017, yeah. in 2017, it was banned. Right. right. Because 
that's what created the current strains of antibiotic resistant bacteria. Right. right. Plus, as that shit died and, you know, those chemicals got into right. the Plus water. Plus, they hit them with steroids. Sources, it worked yeah, its way just out. Different hormones. Yeah. And yeah. Now we've got. That's um, what's so cool about the wagyu. I mean, if you see how bacteria. those cows are raised, right. they're like worshipped. Right. I mean, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And wa- wagyu, what wagyu means is Japanese cow. So, like, people say, oh, it's Kobe beef. No, Kobe beef is actually wagyu beef, but it comes from the Kobe, yeah, Kobe Japan. Japan. Yeah, Kobe Japan. So right. that, uh, what do they call that? That uh, province or whatever. Right. But, uh, man, yeah. It's a blood type you don't want. <laughs> I'd love to have blood type Wagyu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting that we, we got on a topic like The poison this. is in the dosing. When Absolutely. it comes down right. to it, you right. know, everything's right. a balance, right? I can yeah. eat shitty stuff. Yeah. But, but you don't as do long as day. I don't eat too much of it. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's just yeah. like anything yeah. else. Like every once in a while, if you want some pasta or right. some bullshit or whatever, we normally, have it. But yeah. most of the time, you should be eating real food. Like, right. like right. Was, the best thing I've ever heard about it is like eat foods like your grandparents and great parents would have eaten. Right. One like, well, one that's right. word one word descriptors. Beef, broccoli, things like that. If yep. it if it if it if it has a name for it, then it's you shouldn't be eating it. Yeah, realistically you should be yeah. like like meat and yep. vegetables. Yep. I love potatoes, like right. I'll eat potatoes. I know like rice is probably a little bit more bioavailable, right. you know, as, as a carb or whatever, but I like right. I like potatoes. So like right. like give me a steak and some mashed taters and I am a happy, yeah, happy, happy man. boy. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, people talk. Well, oh, it's so bland, and like, how is that bland? Like, it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. Like, you've heard of pepper? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, like, like you, you're allowed pepper? to use like marinades <laughs> yeah. and stuff out of yeah, real right. food, and, like, yeah. get some flavor in there. Like, that's that's a good hot thing. sauce. The original, uh, right? The original keto. So here's I friendly. just I just finished this book called uh, "This Is Your Mind on Plants" by Michael Pollan, and the one whole section of the book is all about opium. But say smoking how, or injected uh, plants. Well, so here's my thing. Like he ex- he explains <laughs> how you know up until like what the 30s right, or right, 40s, right, right. you the human being living in America, it right. was easier for them to acquire an opium tincture on a day to day basis mm-hmm. than it was for them to acquire milk. milk like I that's how that. readily available it was. But this was a product being made directly from the plant. Right. Right. They no processing. And that's made really. by what right. poppy seeds. Right? By poppy plants. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Um, and he explains how he himself grew his own and he ended up making some opium tea from it, tried it, explains his experience. And one of the first things that he does is he goes, there's, I don't see how any human being could overdose on this, right? If you're just making a tea right. out of the plant itself, that means you have, sure, you have the opium alkaloids, but you also have other, all the other alkaloids that the plant creates. And he said, you would vomit like you, those you, other alkaloids yeah, will right. cause you to reject this before you could ever ingest enough to overdose. Yeah. So what kills people is when humans get involved because yeah. they want to make profit, right? Yeah. They make this pharmaceutical it. company that yeah. goes in and right. extracts Refines and processes it, yeah. it down yep. to just that that uh, condensed yeah, pure. one alkaloid, right? Right. right? That will kill me. I can take a small amount of that because it's in a pure form, and that is extremely dangerous. Right. Well, I mean, all of this I stuff think that is like you that. can extrapolate that and look at it across the board, even with just food in right. general, right? We can go out and eat these plants fresh out of the garden all we want, right. and they have mainly positive, right. beneficial effects, right? right? Well, like, but when right. the the when, large factories get involved and they start processing that wheat yeah. or that grain yeah, and they into, all the into nutrients out white of it. bread, yeah, now that I could literally eat myself to death right. just right. on white bread. I could kill myself by eating, consuming too much white bread. Well, the interesting thing about that as well is like 
kind of tying into the point we were making earlier. Like with like the the government coming out and saying what's healthy and this and yeah, that. Like right, for example, exactly. this is like orange juice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like like people think that oh, a glass of orange juice is healthy. Like no, it's all fucking sugar. No. No. Like, but if you were to eat an orange, a shot glass is all you need. Yeah, but if you eat an orange, like right. you're getting the pulp, you're getting right. the fiber, you're getting the right. other things in yep. there that satiate you. Like oh, right. well, I'm hungry. I'm not going to have twelve oranges. Exactly. Like, why the fuck would I do that? So again, going back to like what's more natural. Right. Like I think that's where people are kind of headed because we've gone right. so far the other way exactly. by pulling things down and saying, oh, well, it's going to be great. We can get you just this little bit. We're going to get you high as balls or do whatever we want to with <laughs> right. opium or whoever. Like, opium. It doesn't matter. It's like, But again, right. like maybe that like the old way of doing things like with right. the tea or whatever, maybe that's a good way of like getting a little bit of a buzz going instead right. of having these pharmaceutical drugs to they get you kill through you. like depression or anxiety right. or right. whatever. Who knows what opium right. was like really used for. But well, still you- – it's going to be better than what the shit that they're pumping out now. You had the same thing mm-hmm. with cocaine in its original form. Right? Yeah, coca just leaves. coca leaves. They used it for, you know, different things like uh, kids with teeth that are coming out. They just rubbed it on it and numbed it. it didn't get the kids high. Well, down in South right. America, don't they yeah. chew on it for yes. like, a, almost yeah. like coffee? Like it gives right. you right. energy. Right. It so, helps with high altitude sickness as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, we have all these things here that were that humankind have used for millennia then like <laughs> then they started processing it and turned it into a monster yeah there's archaeological sites that right. date back tens of thousands of years um, where they have found right. opium residue right so again human beings have been using the poppy plant right. and, and opium medical. teas for thousands of years right Right. Um, it's sure, been like a somebody could still become addicted if they were to overdo it. Of yes, course, but, but I'm addicted to sugar. Like, exactly. That's, yeah. that's right. Like I'm okay to admit that. Like yeah, I struggle right. uh-huh. with that. That's the thing that, that again, it's, it's 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 incredibly <laughs> well that turns let's into compare. sugar too. But Here, let's it turns into sugar. At, right? Let's compare Margarita. marijuana and corn. You realize corn is more physically detrimental or dangerous to my body than marijuana. When you say corn, you mean like sweet corn yes. and stuff or no shit? Damn, that's yeah. one of my yeah. favorites. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's, yeah. I could, I can consume five pounds. Like I could eat five pounds of raw marijuana. Sure, I'd probably feel like shit. Yeah. I'm not going to overdose. Right. The worst thing that's going to happen is I might vomit. Right. Or be um, very but physio- paranoid. But physio- what's the corn? Again, what's I'm the corn physiologically? Yeah. yeah. What's the corn do to you? Because I'm, I, and I'm being serious because I want to know because corn, I absolutely I say, love corn. I say corn because it's it's so widely we all eat it, right? Right. Um, and that's why it, I'm asking. What does it over- do to you? You can't over. Oh sure. What's it do I mean, to you? Imagine the amount of carbs and shit that are in that. How fat you would get. You'd get diabetes if you were eating nothing but corn all day, every day. Well, yeah, yeah but I don't eat it off, every day. Yeah. I'm just saying every I'm, once in a while. I'm just, yeah. These are these are extremes. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Because right. I'm, I'm like sitting here thinking, fuck, I'm going to cut corn out. I'm like, no, no, no. no, 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 no. I mean, it's not healthy <laughs> right. for you. I mean, it is all Well, all, look at what it does carbs. to cattle. It, that is what we. That's how we get cattle. Yeah, if, that, that's if how you we have create too that muscular fat. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like anything else. All things in moderation yet, are good. We well, love corn, yeah. right? And we demonize marijuana. Not as bad today as they used to. Yeah, but still, see that was one of the hardest. Still illegal. That was one of the hard. That was one of the hardest things for me. But back when I was in law enforcement to enforce mm-hmm. is because marijuana. One, it grows naturally, right? Everywhere, know, and it's been used for long time. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is now that you have the chemists and the guys that they're all doing change, it now. Well, yeah. and they yeah. change the stra- the strains right. and they make it more powerful and exactly. more THC and stuff like that. Yeah. That I I mean, right? But again, but it's processed, 
Right. You know, it's it's drained. It's 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 or, it, they can't leave it alone. I mean, we can't have anything. Now. Most of the well, most of these now, plants, though, these, these plants have always <laughs> been practiced by by cultures as um, not doing them alone. Like if you were going right. to consume tobacco or marijuana or, or in like the psychedelic, any of yeah. these plant medicines. Right, right. 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 It was always done in a group setting as a group therapy type thing. Um, right. I see. What it wasn't yeah. until the first Europeans came to America and seen that, that like the Indians did not use tobacco right. on a daily basis. Right. They uh, didn't it roll it up and smoke. It yeah. was used as a ceremonial. Right. Yep. It was the Europeans. They liked it and they yeah. started using it. They took it from a ceremonial use to an individual to use, admittedly. which then makes it abusive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's, you're getting high. Right. If yeah. you're smoking cigars, cigarettes, doing true or whatever, like, you're getting high. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, let's, let's right. not like, yeah, like, that's, yeah exactly. that's right. Right. what is it? Uh, Bullshit around the. Well, there's that. What's, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Like, let's not. Uh, well, let's face facts here. Like, yeah, let's, let's right. be real yeah, honest yeah, with each other. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, absolutely. You're getting high as yeah. balls. Like, yeah, but right. again, like, so am I when I eat sugar. Like, it it changes absolutely. the, the right, chemistry right. in right. my brain. Like, and like yeah. I look at it like, so what? I should be able to do that if I want to, but I should also realize like that's not healthy Comes for me. Exactly. Too. It's like like what I'm doing yeah. to myself like isn't a good thing. I should stop right. doing that mm-hmm. you know, or but, doing it so often. Exactly. It's like, but every once in a while, like. Yeah, right. what's what's the fucking harm in that? I, I don't understand it. But again, as long as you can balance. But it. I, yeah. I can understand the idea yeah. of like not wanting to have like like meth, you know, like just be able to go down to the drugstore and buy <laughs> right. it. Now, granted, <laughs> right. I I still believe that things should be legal and people yeah. should have the right to go do that if they want to. Well, all our fuck, moms took it in the fifties. Mm-hmm. They're doing it anyway. Yeah, let's be real yeah. honest here. Even though it's illegal, it doesn't mean people aren't doing it. Right. Like, but it's like. I, it seems ludicrous to me that like mushrooms or marijuana that are right. just naturally grow in our society right. is like, why is that illegal? I, why is it a class one drug? Like, why isn't it just right. a little slap on the wrist? Like, oh, out, shame they on haven't where, figured where out how to meth? tax it. <laughs> is a class two? Is a schedule two? Yeah, exactly. And like, like that seems crazy to That's me. That's recognized as having legitimate yeah. medical. And uses, that you've you've got to but... process it. You've got to cook it. They they lace it with fentanyl to make it <laughs> right. more potent. Those well, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And, it's like what? What are we doing here? Like all I don't we've done understand. is made all we've done is made an illicit drug trade that makes people billions of dollars. Yeah, that's all we've done. Yeah, because the drug cartels have more yeah. money than God. Yeah, they have more money than our government. But yep. it, I mean, the war on drugs. I mean, I mean, we now, that's, a, that's a farce. Well, here's the thing: we call it a war on drugs, which is people that are addicted to a substance. I mean, how how do you, the only way is treatment. Mm-hmm. You got to treat those people. Yeah. If you put problem is they in don't it. want to be treated. A lot of them don't yeah, want right. to be treated. Most of them are mentally ill. Yeah. yeah. And they well, don't want treatment. I mean, treatment isn't. I don't. I you don't hear all consider these... treatment is like you got to you you got to isolate those people and you got to you got to handle those people. The problem when you put put profit into it, it went into our schools. It went into right. the younger people. They they knew getting you hooked on the drug. I oh, man, I got ten years and you're all burned out. But they just kept going younger and younger and younger because it's a longer Longer and more money, and that's what it is. It's all it about boils, money again. It always boils down to money. And the know. problem is, that I, I think people won't admit it, but addiction is primarily psychological. It yeah, is. absolutely. Ninety-nine percent psychological. It if it was physical, then right. more than seven percent of the people that use nicotine patches and shit, right, would actually quit smoking. Right. Well, here's right. The, I, have, I have a question. If for it you was guys. actually a, it's a habit. physical addiction, I, I heard this. <laughs> A handful of times now recently. I don't know why the sun has just popped in my head recently. I'm, I'm sure I've heard it all my life, but for some reason it stuck with me recently. And then they talk about alcohol being like a family disease, like a, 
uh, oh, like, a yeah, gen- yeah. like a generational disease. Mm-hmm, like right. I don't want to drink alcohol because my dad was an alcoholic or my grandpa was right, an alcoholic right. or my aunt or mm-hmm. my mom or whoever. It doesn't matter. It could affect everybody differently. But like I literally have a friend who won't drink anything now. He did a lot of drugs and drank a lot when he was younger. But he's gotten off of everything now. And he was a vegan. Now he started eating meat again. And now he like can't stop eating. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just want to give you a hug. Right. It's, it's awesome. He's like, it tastes so good. I'm like, I fucking know. I've been telling you. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 interesting because like he won't drink anything or do any drugs or do anything now because he's like, well, like it changes me chemically. It changes me physiologically. It changes all those things. I'm like, okay, I I like to drink. Right. Like that's my real drug of choice. Right. Like. Like I've smoked a couple of times like marijuana and it doesn't do anything for me because I've got bitch lungs and I just cough like crazy. <laughs> I don't get the good high. Right. So I, it's, it's just not my thing. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather drink, get a little head buzz going on, have fun with my friends, bullshit. I like the feeling of it, but it's like, I also realize I'm in control of it. I don't crave it. I don't have to have, That's what I, was just say. I don't now, have to have right. drinks to, if, if you just, had to, if you had like a stint of, I've got two weeks of nothing but work, how much drinking would you do? I normally only drink like maybe once or twice a month, realistically. Yeah, that's what, and that's I, I guess that's exactly my point. It's just like uh, one of the big things. Like I was talking about bourbon, and I know it turns to sugar in my body. I've been trying to lose weight because my joints, my knees, everything like that. Plus, after the accident, I put on thirty five pounds because I, I wasn't you doing work out, anything. You I wasn't do anything, doing anything. Yeah. And I'm now down eighteen pounds, and I haven't drank a whole lot. I mean, yes, I still have bourbon here and there, you know, but I can go. It, it's, I think it's a mental. Mm-hmm. But that, like that's what, what I don't said. understand is for like, enjoyment for you. It's for enjoyment. Absolutely, I love necessity. Yeah, but I don't understand the idea of somebody saying like, "I'm not going to start because then I'm going right. to become no, addicted get, and I'm going to no. come home and drink six nights, uh, six nights a week, or six drinks a night, or whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, it's, I just, I don't understand. To me, that, that that's word. just that's sounds like somebody saying, hands. "I don't have the willpower." Exactly. Yeah. That's I know, exactly, and that's exactly what. Or I don't want to have to force myself to not. It's like, what do you have that drink when I want one? It's like, do you got too much time on your hands where you got time to go drink all that stuff? Because I know when I get home, I'm too busy doing shit. <laughs> right. And I'm lucky to get a beer in at a night. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, just, I just, I guess I don't understand that mentality of, oh, well, if I'm going to yeah. do this, I'm going to become super addicted. Which is why, like, the argument of, like, Weak marijuana being a, uh, like, a gateway drug to other right. stuff. Like, it's only a gateway drug because you have to go to a drug dealer to buy it. Right. And they're trying to right. sell you yeah. other shit. Right. Because right. they can make more, more money, money on the other shit. Right. It's right. just right. a weak-minded excuse is yeah. what it sounds like. I agree. Like, I, I feel yeah. that way. But some people yeah. are really worried about it. Like, yeah. I just, I don't understand I mean, that mentality. I, granted, there are people that have addictive personalities. Hey, I've got an incredibly addictive personality. You know, personality. I mean, there's those mm-hmm. people that just can't say no. And, and maybe that's a good thing. But yeah. for most of the people in, in, in this country... I mean, willpower is about everything. If I can get right. off sugar, holy shit, mm-hmm. you can about do any. I got off caffeine. That's what I say, it's sugar. all balance, right? Yeah. It's can yeah. I, right. and by balance, can yeah. I tell, can I force myself right. to, okay, well, I can have a drink tonight, but right. not tomorrow. Now. Exactly. Am I going to be able to say no tomorrow? And that's all willpower. Right. It it's is. All yeah, it's all psychological. It's all discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all mental discipline. And so that's if you can what we lack. find that balance, all, I think you're good. It all but. comes full circle from how were you raised? I truly, truly believe that. How were you raised? Did you have parents that cared that that said, "Hey, you know what? Think about what you're doing before you do it." Mm-hmm. Good consequences or good good actions, good consequences. I'm not sure if Bad. I agree with that because I believe that you have the the ability to make choices and changes for your own self. I think experience. great example is like my brother and I. 
Like yeah. we, we grew up in the same household with the same okay. parents, the same everything. Right. And we're extremely different people when it comes to like how we deal with money or stress or outside or influences any, or anything else. But it's like, but I be, I believe like I've made my own choices uh-huh. to, to read what I've read and talk to who I've talked to and sure. grow my own thoughts. It's not just what our parents taught us. Like, well, also, like, well, I'm not saying it's all, all way. I mean, let me put it this way. If I see kids today that, that their parents, I mean, they come into the store and the kids fucking run wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're up everything. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. up everything, touching everything, breaking stuff or whatever. Right. And the parents kind of laugh it off. Oh, Johnny, and, stop. <clears throat> and it's amazing how, <laughs> uh, as old as I am, I've seen kids grow up. I just at my cousin's wedding last night, I remember Vito, I held him, changed his diapers, used to babysit and stuff like that. Now he's getting married. But, I think the very beginning of life, if the parents aren't on top of things and, and really trying to create that mold of a good person, knowing right from wrong, knowing good from bad, I, I really believe that that whole beginning, and then you're out, outside influences, just like you, you and your brother both grew up mm-hmm. the same. Are you both good people? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. That doesn't mean your opinion is different or because your opinion is different than his doesn't mean he's a bad person. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm going with that. That's why I mean. But these kids, I see kids that are in jail now that I knew when they were this big. He and saw they're, coming. And they're, yeah. And you knew it was coming because their parents didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They just, they were like, somebody take him. I've got to do this. They're living their life and don't. Yeah. Like they, they like have no interaction with the kid. Right. The everybody child. else raises them. Yeah. Everybody else raises them. And, and that to me is not. You know, I have my, my eldest daughter actually came to me. This and, raises them. Yeah. Yeah. That's now what's raising yeah. them now. Is yeah. a no, what's that for people who can't see that? <clears throat> Those phone, can't iPads. See, it's my cell phone. I'm holding right. up in front of yeah. <laughs> But like my oldest daughter, she's not my blood daughter, but she's my daughter. I mean, she was one when her mother and I got together and she's my daughter. I don't care if my blood's running through her veins or not. That's my daughter. And she actually came to me. Um, I think it was like three or four years ago. And she thanked me for being hard on her. And I didn't, I never thought I was hard on her, but like when she was old enough to have a a boy, you know, I think it was seventh or eighth grade, you know, we would say, if you want your clothes washed, you need to have them in the hamper or whatever. If not, you're gonna have to do them yourself. And she, of course, you know, as kids, I know, I know I was that way when I was a kid, my fucking room was a mess, you know, and my mom made a word that I hate to still, still to this day, immaculate is one of my, I hate that word. (laughs) (laughs) But, I had to learn how to do laundry on my own. You know, mom would say, you put the darks, darks, whites, whites, blah, blah, blah. And, and this is what the temperature you put in, whatever. I would have to do it myself. Well, if Heather's stuff wasn't in the laundry room, guess what? It didn't get washed. Didn't get washed. And then when she'd come and say, I don't have clothes for school tomorrow. <laughs> Whose fault is it? Yeah. I, 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 I would actually say, well, hon, I said, get your stuff together and I'll help you. And you can wash them and dry them and fold them and put them back in your room. And she actually thanked me because she saw... In her own kids, she had to be hard on them, you know. And they're but, just, here's they're the just thing, young. though. It's, it's and not when even I say really being hard, hard, no, it's teaching. I guess it's, right. it's it's more about being consistent, right? And, and having rules, right? And because right. like I heard on a, I heard on a podcast years ago, and I and I've stole it ever since. It was uh, Doug Larson from the Barbell Shrug podcast. He's like talking to his wife because they they were older when they had kids. They were in their probably mid thirties. And they had obviously much more life experience mm-hmm. than I had when I had my daughter at 18 right. years old. Right. You know, it's like, but it was it was great to hear him say, it's like, to talking to his wife, like, no, 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 stop. Like, 
we're not raising children. We're raising adults who exactly. are going through childhood. Right. We need to raise them as if they're going to be productive members of society later. Right. We right. can't just cowtail to their like, little right. needs and wants right now because right. children are selfish. And that's where they don't I would, give a shit. I guess that's where I was going with exactly. that is yes. molding them to where yes. they know good from bad. They know right, right. from wrong. Well, I, I think we all instinctively that, know that. Yeah, because, but a lot like, of people ignore it. Well, here's yeah, the thing: I mean, is I, I think or you don't can, point it out. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing: is it's not, yeah. it's not. Um, Nobody takes the time to sit down and talk to the kids. What's what's the word I'm looking for here? It's it's not enforced. Not enforced. Um, I I, I, again, I, th- I think we all have that when we're like when we're born and we're growing up. An intuition. But, uh, yeah, yes, obviously, I think that's there just right. naturally. I, I think that's there in our spirits. But there's always that kid that pushed that. Right. We always <laughs> knew that well, kid. Kids, kids are always pushing yeah. the line. They're yeah. always pushing the lines, which is why right. you need to have boundaries. Right. So when they bump up against it, like, nope. Yeah, that's yeah. learning. Like, I'm not yeah. punishing that's you learning. because right. I'm mad right. or anything else. Like, these are just the rules, and right. these are why we follow them. But you need to have an explanation of why right. it is what why it is what you're doing. But e- either way. So it's like you you got mm-hmm. these kids, like, and it's just it's just not – it's not focused on when they're younger, so when right. they push up against it and they get away with it, like oh, yeah, well, they I can just keep pushing more. Right. So that line yeah. becomes pushed and pushed yeah. farther and farther and farther. Instead, of they never find having, the boundaries in life. Yeah, exactly, experience. They, so, they don't have the same boundaries right. as other people yeah. have. And if you think about the outside influences, like yeah. there, there are mentors of mine that I still keep in touch with today. Um, there's some that are billionaires, or some that are are not. But the people that I valued what they said always leading to the, the the same way that I try and live my life, right. doing the right thing, you know, giving back, right. whatever it may be. And then the guys that were in my life that I'm just glad I'm not even around them anymore because they're downhill, dead. Shit shows. Yeah, it's a shit show, whatever it may be. So, I mean, it's, I, I, I honestly. And I, and I wonder if that comes back to what we were talking about earlier with these kids today, like just being lazy and not wanting to work and not, like they, they don't have these same um morals and values like that that our parents had or right. my parents had like they don't have to overcome adversity right? Right. Right. exactly think, and that's, that's, that's it. everything has been kind of given for some to reason them. the the yeah. typical parent parental answer went from you know in the 80s when i was a kid to figure it out was yeah. the answer i usually right. got right to, right right okay here you go well we're, today. we're right everything's handed you want i want this right it, this it, is when, how you when get i it. said right. i want this to my dad it was either how do you get it figure it out or okay you can have that once you do do this this this, this, and this this. right 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 so even if he was willing to give it to me it was only if i earned it earned it yeah whereas today i see a lot more of i want this okay here you go what's right the the child doesn't have to figure out how to overcome adversity at any level there's there's this more of this nanny state I, I feel when we were kids, it was go out and play, mm-hmm. get get out of the house, go out and play. Yeah. And yeah. we came home when it was dark, right? Our parents half the time didn't know where we were, what we were doing. None of us, you know, life experience. If we got in trouble, we got in trouble. When we went home, we got in real trouble. More trouble. Right? <laughs> so, you know, there was always these boundaries and there was independence of, of doing things. You go back and look <clears> at some <throat> of this stuff with the Boy Scouts. You look at the Boy Scout manuals of, of our parents and then you look at our kids is and you're like holy crap you're not allowed to do anything these kids were t- were taught and treated like more like adults than what we treat our kids now yes we treat our kids as as incompetent idiots buffoons where before it was preparing you for life yeah but here's the thing like kids are idiots they don't they know are. anything they don't have there life are. they don't have life experience yeah, like, but you, you need, need to give it to them, them these you gotta give them but to that's them. the thing you have to teach them yeah. and i and i don't you feel that give them the opportunity like, to fuck up and then yeah then counsel them 
Yeah. I, and I, they're not until they're I, I would say not necessarily you have to teach them, but you have to make them learn it. Right. Right. They have to, you have to you have to them present to live it to, through yeah. that adversity yeah. and yeah. figure out how to get through that adverse yeah. situation. Right. Otherwise, they, they don't. Because I can explain to you in as much detail. Right. And information as possible, what that experience is. But until you experience well, it, well, obviously, yourself, self-discovery you is the the most effective way yeah. to learn. It's not mm-hmm. the most efficient way to learn. You can mm-hmm. you can tell somebody uh, a great example. Of this is like jujitsu. Like like you you could tell them certain things uh, for to do certain moves to do whatever. Right. Like oh, you've got to move this way. Right. You've got to do this. You got to do that. And this is why. And like you see them kind of struggling with it. They don't quite get it. Right. And then all of a sudden, one day it just just clicks. Like. Oh, that's what they were saying. Like, I understand because I've tried this and it didn't right. work. And right. I, I did that, but they did this. And I was like, oh, then one day I did this because they said so. And, like, and it worked. And this is why it worked because I failed these other times. So now all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, that makes sense now. Well, like, goes, I get it, it. It goes back to what my father used to say. Keep be- beating your head against that concrete wall. One thing's going to break. One or two things going to break, your head or the concrete wall. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think the concrete wall is going to break. <laughs> so you bang your head only so many times until you're like, well, this ain't working. What do I do next? Yeah. And this is what I don't believe is happening with kids now. We want to sugarcoat everything and candy coat everything and give them what they want. Don't make them earn things. Mm-hmm. And then uh, obviously we've all heard that old quote of yeah. like you know like uh, hard times make hard men you know right. hard men make easy times easy time make right. soft men you know right. like all those kind of things it's like now that's the thing is like a lot of the parents that I talk to like their parents were really hard on them mm-hmm. so they want to be like, they want to be friends with their kids they want their friend they want their kids to like them and this and that right. like. You, you don't want your kids to like you. You don't want them yeah. to be your friends. You want them to respect you. Right. I don't believe right. you should rule by fear. No. No. no, no absolutely I believe that is not. the wrong thing to do. No. Absolutely. You should not be fearful of no. your parents. Right. Like, but you should be respectful of your parents. So it's like, again, like you need to have these boundaries. Like I always tell people, like, having kids is easy. Like, I, this is all about boundaries. The real issue is like, kids are always going to bump up against that right, boundary right, to right. see what they can get away with. A little bit of fear and isn't that bad, though. Uh, no. Yeah, because I, I, right. I, I yeah. respect the hell yeah. out of my mom, but yeah. that little old Italian lady scares the hell out of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like, my, my, my grandfather was the same way. You yeah. know, he, he never hurt or never done anything, but you knew what he did in World War II. Right. Just, and you, you knew you just he knew <laughs> at any minute that, you know, he brought, you know, he brought you into this world. He'll take, take you out of this out. world yeah. like that. And That's you, so you just funny. knew it. And you, you had a whole different <laughs> respect for him that you did for anybody else. Yeah, you know, well, those, it's like, it, those were hard, you know, yeah. hard men yeah. who yeah. went over to exactly. Germany and, and did the things that they did over in Europe. So yeah. Japan or, too. or, Jesus, or the like, Pacific. Oh, the crazy shit happened. I mean, fucking yeah. Japanese. Yeah. I mean, he was crazy I mean, assholes. He, the stories with him was just like crazy. I mean, he was in Barber, Grotto. Yeah. But here's the thing though, is like all those places. We all know that these things go in cycles, right? Cause like things get tough. So it right. creates like a hard generation, and then they're hard on their kids, right. and so they want to be easy on their kids. We always want our soft. kids to have what but, we don't have. But things are soft right now, like well, so it makes very. makes society very difficult. It's right. very difficult, especially so when you have. It's going like, to create a harder generation coming out of this, and it's and it's tough because in certain areas, different teachers teach different ways and, yep. and stuff like that, and that really bothers me as well. <laughs> How so? It, oh, well, that's, look, yeah. critical race theory. Yeah. Go to school. You actually have teachers telling people they should be ashamed that they're white, or you have right. people saying that you you're, you're racist because you're yeah, white. You're racist because I, you happen to be white. I yeah. don't you're privileged under, because you're white, or I, you're privileged. Here's, yeah, here's the all thing. this kind of stuff. I don't understand this because these are children. Right. You're they supposed to be teaching them fucking math. 
not yeah. your politics. Well, that's exactly that's the problem, my children point. don't understand racism. They, it's they, taught yeah, to they them. have no they have no clue what racism yeah, is. They don't even none. Yeah. Oh my god, was it? It's taught. Yeah. But in certain areas it's different schools. Like I mean, right. I've got a lot of friends of mine that are teachers. Some of them I don't even speak to anymore because they have this the same belief yeah. that white people are bad, right. black people are not bad, and and people are bad in general. Okay. No matter no, no, what, I, I, no matter what. I think I think people are good in general, but they can also do bad things. Well, Correct. I, let, let me add this: from from a lifetime of law enforcement, I can tell you this: that every race has their underclass who robs and steals, right. and murders them. Right. So they have their own. Every race has its own bad, yeah. bad g- people. Here's bad, here's bad the thing: is I don't care White what people, color you are. Yeah, I don't care right. what religion you are. Right. I don't care. Or what you call yourself, or what you right. want to do behind closed door. I don't give a shit. Right. Right. All I care about is what you say and what you do. Right. Exactly. I don't care about the content of your character. Right. I don't give two shits about what you look like, right. like where, where you come from, your religion. Right. I don't care right. about any of that. And that's how it should be. That's exactly yeah. how but it should they're, be. They're molded from the time they yep. start school. But that's a lot of different. Areas. How are these teachers it's, not getting fired? Because it's because they're being thing. supported by the fucking government. Yeah. yeah. It's. They're being jammed down from there. Oh, I agree right. with what they're saying. No, yeah, I don't yeah. agree with public, them. And then if they don't agree with them, they get fired. Or public, this, that, or the other. Public, it all started, you know, 80s yeah. and 90s. Absolutely. 20, it years Absolutely. Public it school is government conditioning. Absolutely. Here's the thing, though. It's obedience training. I've said this uh, since the start of the Rona last year in early 2020. It's like, I believe that more and more people are going to pull their children out of public you, schools. You need to. And they're There's be a doing, lot of people that are. And they're going to be doing homeschooling mm-hmm. or they're going to be doing private schooling where they can control what these, what the exactly. political agenda of these teachers right. are being taught to these kids. Because I was listening to a podcast right. and this gentleman had an, like an eight year old daughter. And, and she came home and they were talking about in school mm-hmm. of like being lesbian or being bisexual or whatever, like yeah, sexuality. At what age? At, at eight years at old. Eight years so, old. Yeah. They something. don't. I mean, here's they the don't thing care. is like, and, and, and he asked his daughter, is like, this is simple. Like, uh, well, do you like girls? Do you like boys? Like, what, what do you like? She's like, well, I don't know. Like, my friends and I were talking about this. Like, I like girls now. Like, yeah, it's because you're an eight-year-old. Like yeah, you wanna, when, yeah. when you're thirteen, you're sexually, or fifteen, or whatever. When your right. actual hormones kick in, you'll know what you like. Right. Right. Society can't tell you what you right. like. You just confuse. No, but they're conditioning them. They're yeah, conditioning exactly. them. Yes and no, because that'll they're confusing them. It'll do for a little bit because they get to be special and mm-hmm. and like, oh my god, you're so brave and look, you came out as transgender or whatever. Right. Oh my god, At you're so age? amazing. But th- th- yeah, that, exactly. With, with the, that's just so they feel good about themselves. Like right. eventually, they're going to like what. They they like absolutely right. i like what i, like. I agree I but why be conditioned it. right from but the word go the where thing, someone though, says i wanted a daughter so i'm going to yeah. dress my little but, boy up like a girl yeah, and then and then they fuck hey, him if, up if because the, he thinks he's a girl if the kid wants to dress like that they can let him dress that's like fine they if want the to. kid wants to yeah. do i'm that. against the hormones i don't absolutely. i don't believe you should get hormones till you're a grown-ass adult fuck at least 25 yourself give me four years to control your kids education that's and the, right in the yeah. seed that i sow is what will gonna, never be overturned that's right i believe it was but, stalin but i that well, said that. I mean, that's exactly right, the same though. with the military hitler did the same thing mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. he went after the youth to change the growing generations yes. i just had the conversation yeah. with my daughters at the beginning of summer when they were down here mind you they're in eighth grade and ninth grade this year and uh i told them i said you realize like when you guys go off to college right you're going to have all these professors that are yeah. telling you that this is the okay. way the world is. This is what reality is. You know, things. this is the way things are, right? I said, but what you have to realize, and including your teachers that you have right now in high school, mm-hmm. I said, 
the reason that they know that information is not because they themselves necessarily experienced it and came to that conclusion. Right. Yeah, that's what it's simply mandated. another human they being were taught or told them that, what right? They, to teach. Yeah, and yeah. that guy that told yeah. them guys, that, guys, man, guys, you can't keep talking yeah. over him. Yeah, that guy that hear. told him that probably didn't actually learn that through his own experiences right. either. He was just told by somebody else. Mandated. This is how it is. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I think that becomes the issue of. Um, the, the schooling, I don't call it education more because they're not educating our kids. Well, my, my big, it's just schooling. Cause, it's mandated. Well, it's, it's not even just so much that. It's like you've got all these people in academia mm-hmm. who, especially the, especially college professors, right. who've never had a real world job. They've only right. ever been in academia. Right. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, everything's progressive and utopian ideas right. because they've never had the harsh realities of society. Or understanding I, of what really happened. Exactly. Yes. I, yeah. So I told them, I said, you have to realize also that. 90% of those teachers that you have in your entire lifetime, they do not have a background or a profession in what, in what they are teaching. Absolutely. Yeah. They have, they simply have a background or profession in education. In, in schooling. Right. They're not in, educating in, in schooling. Yeah. Because right. even yeah. to say it's education, no education is. Yeah. And that even goes as far as, and you'll, you'll mm-hmm. understand this and see it in training. Right. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many instructors we've worked with mm-hmm. that are regurgitating. Yeah. Not anything that they've ever done or been through. Right. But what they were taught, what the guru wants, what the guru tell. says, or mm-hmm. what's yeah. this or that right. and the other. Right. Well, here's know? here's a great point about that. Like I've got right. friends because I'm I'm very much a, of a natural teacher. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. to teach things. Like sure, I, I can teach lots of different. You like things. to share knowledge? Right. Well, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. It's fun to me. But like I have mm-hmm. a broad knowledge of a bunch of different things, but right. I don't have any kind of specific knowledge about any one thing. Right. right? It's like like a great example. It's like my uh, my weightlifting coach, uh, Dan Bell. You know, he has a vast, vast, deep right. knowledge of this one very specific niche thing. So he can incredibly well teach this one thing. But I can teach the basics of a lot of different things because right. I, I have a very well-rounded knowledge because lots of things interest me. But I've got a bunch right. of friends who are like, oh, my God, you should teach. You should do this. You should coach. You should you should quit your job and do these kind of mm. things. And I'm like, guys, like people aren't going to want to come and train with me. Like, uh, like I took my, my coach. Uh, he is very liberal, uh, but uh, after what all happened last year with the riots and, and the home invasions and everything else, he's like, I need to have a fucking gun in the house. <laughs> so it's like he went out and got his CHL. He got right. some good training. He's been watching tons of videos. He's been studying statistics. He's been doing all the things you need to do. He's been sitting at home doing dry fire practice and training and all those kind of things. He's like, like let's go to the range. Like, I, I want you to teach me how to shoot. Like, like you are very good at this. Like I'm not. Like you can be my instructor for this. And like, right. he's like why don't you do this for a living? It's like I don't have any kind of background. Like whereas, like Tom, you were just saying, it's like, mm-hmm. like you've got all these people who, yes, like I'm I'm good at explaining things because right. I can understand how to relate to people, right. but I can only teach the basics because right. I only know what I know for myself, which is right. a very small thing. But you're different. Like, I've taken some classes with you guys at the shop. Sure. I've done yeah. shooting. I've trained with you, right. Tom. Like right. done some stuff on my own. Sure. But essentially it's like, I'm a nobody with no real experience. Who's right. going to want to listen to me? Like everybody wants to go to ex-military firearms right. instructors <laughs> or, or but, police officers, like because right. they've got that background. Yeah. But you wouldn't believe how many people that are in the same shoes as you who will lie just to get people to come. Yes, but I can't do that. I know. Like, I, I've I got know. this theory that I try to live. Right. I, I fall very short of all the time. Right. But I try to live by it is do the right thing no matter exactly. the consequences. Exactly. Right. And I'm never going to lie to somebody right. to kind of like sell right. myself right. or some bullshit. But, but this is where we're in. We, when we started this, the conundrum of what we're in, mm-hmm. what you can trust and what you can't trust. 
I mean, the people with ethics are becoming the minority. Right. And this is where I think we, we went almost full circle in what we did is we just come back to that. If you sell yourself out to be right, I mean, look at all these uh, stolen valor cases oh and all God. this stuff we see now. Everybody wants to be special. I mean, I, me and Paul Gomez, God rest his soul, used to laugh and say, we we're the only regular army out of all the groups. Everybody else was special. <laughs> you know, every, I, mean, I mean, we were the only people in the regular army. Right, I mean, right. everybody else was in special this and special that. I mean, it's like, come on, come when on. Everybody's you know? special, nobody's special. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it it's, gets to the point where it's bad because we gotta, we, we've got to choose our our kids' school is more than where we choose to live because it it controls our kids. But I said I really see like in the next five years, public schools are going to die because I think more and more private schools are going to open because I agree, but people laziness. don't want to send their kids. But the other to thing these that's interesting, you say yeah. that about private schools. Yeah, they're if you just look as bad. at the well, they're, I think they're just as bad. But in the, on the yeah. good end of it, they're responsible because right. if you look at most public schools, they're all in the red. They are. If you look at most private schools. Probably eighty-five to ninety percent of them are in the black. Yeah, because they have to run a business. Well, they have to well, run a business. Let me let me rephrase that. But that teaches those kids right, the responsibility right, because right. they teach them the math, the English, the writing, the arithmetic. Yeah, they're not right. teaching them the political agenda. The poli- of the exactly. Correct. Private schools that run off their own agenda and their own uh, lesson plans are a lot better than the ones that become just a. Uh, basically a public school only running off the well, government's who's the one gu- uh, guy running for office right now i forget was it in new york or something uh, there's a guy running for governor i think yeah and he flat out said like right. parents should not have the choice of what their kids yeah. are being taught in schools I mean, correct. basically it's i mean ridiculous. not those exact yeah. words but that's yeah yeah, yeah. like and he, he he came yeah. out and said no i do not believe that that the parents get a say, you know, right. in what we teach in these schools. Well, this is the education system. Isn't They're that the, ones the idea that of having that. a school board and having a calendar right. for these I things? I mean, it's supposed to be the public schools. It was Didn't that guy's ratings just right. plummet? Yeah. I, well, I can't remember I where so. it was, but I remember you. Well, look I remember at, hearing it. Look at the, the intimidation now from the AG. Mm-hmm. If from the people, what? The Attorney, Attorney General of the okay. United States, people were complaining about this critical race theory, and they mm-hmm. were wanting things done to the point where some people are moving to expel certain people of the committees or the 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 group that's over the schools right so they're fighting so their kids taking control of what their kids learn right because it's their community it's supposedly their schools so they're they're upset about what's going on so you know what the the attorney general does is he sends the fbi down there and and accuses these parents of being terrorist Right. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yes. absolutely. Wasn't that, that was all part of the DOJ. Yeah, wasn't that part? I think that was the the teachers union, the National Teachers yeah. Union went and, right. and asked Complained. and said that, yeah. yeah, we're getting people of teachers and stuff or board members being have threatened, gotten their being lives threatened. are being yeah, threatened right. and all this so stuff. So you guys need to do something about it. And right. these people should be considered domestic terrorists. Right. 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 So, so now they, they, they had a, a whole right, right. hotline. Whole thing on, yeah. The FBI created a whole hotline where yeah. you yeah. report. It's, yeah, instead of, instead of doing what they should be doing, like they're, yeah. they're fucking around with yeah. the, our own citizens. Yeah, instead of uh, going out west and yeah. investigating so the just, crimes out there, right, so we're exactly. misinvestigating the Olympics right. things. So I mean, just so because now, somebody has a different opinion than you, what you have, yeah. and instead Correct. of sitting down and having a conversation and talking about things and coming up with a middle ground, which right. is what we're fucking supposed to do with politics, exactly. right. they're just going to call them terrorists 
and mm-hmm. vilify them? What but is- don't you see that? You know, yeah. like I grew up as a Democrat. I was raised a Democrat because my grandfather, my father, they, you know, the last good Democrat, in my opinion, was Kennedy because he still cared about our country. Yeah, he was a good and man. Sin- Put it and since first. then, it still has gone. It is gone now where it's not even Democratic Party anymore. It's a socialist party. It's absolutely socialist. And, and, and that's it. They agree with you because you're, if you're, you agree with them. Because your traditional you, liberals think more like what you think. Like they're, yeah. they're very much freedom-oriented. Yeah they, yeah, they tend to be a little bit more liberal about policies right. than other conservatives. But that's fine. Like That's that, the idea it's of It's okay. It. Yes. That, that's right. That's okay. But they're now so far. Yeah. Right. The party's so fucked they're, up. They're pandering to that, the mob on the far yeah, and, and, and the thing that the blows parties. my mind is they're pandering to a small percentage. Percentage. Yes. Both sides are. Very Yeah, both, both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Both yeah. parties. The moderates are, are, are the I mean, minority. I mean, squeaky, being squeaky, squeaky wheel gets yep. the grease, right? Yeah. 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 They're squeaky both going wheel farther, farther, or copper. Or but, but anyway, so you, you, were, you were brought up that way, but you, like you decided. No, but I was taught to think for myself. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, my grandfather. That's a traditional education. Absolutely. Which is why it's not education anymore in school. No, because it's indoctrination. It's, it's memorize this shit. Mm-hmm. Think the way we want you to think. Training. Or yeah. we will fail you out of here and you will yeah. be a loser for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I, like I said, my, 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 even my father, who was Democrat, you know, because that's what we, we always followed that, that, that line. But even him, you know, thinking for himself, he's now conservative. Yeah. You know? And I've always tried to do those kind of things with my daughter. Because, like, I was raised in the opposite. I was raised very Republican. Right. Democrats are horrible and this and that. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I I, I always keep telling myself, the older I get, the more I become an extreme moderate. Right. I I am in the middle. Like, because I I am very liberal about lots of things. I'm I'm the same way. Very conservative. I'm very conservative. I want a third party. Yeah, a legitimate, and see, but see, and that's and that's what's so that's what's so sad because our our country was not founded on a two party system. It wasn't. Well, absolutely. Yeah, I can tell you in my actual personal experience, um, traveling all over the world, the one thing anytime that politics did get brought up in a foreign country, mm-hmm. um, the one thing that I found was that they all thought our political system was absolutely hilarious. The I mean, the fact two absolutely exactly. it was. The yeah. fact that absolutely. we have two primary parties yep. and that's it. That's it. There's no I, alternative. Yes. Every we, foreigner we need, that I ever yep. talked to about politics thought that was we hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Here's, they here's, couldn't believe it. Here's the real rub. <laughs> like, I personally believe that if we do not have a legitimate third party, like, our country is not going to survive. It isn't. Right? No, no. Because there's no alternative. You know, but here's the thing. is, I think our founding fathers knew that. They did. Because right? I mean, like, what was the old words of... Like with Benjamin Franklin, right? Yeah. Like with the the he came, they came out of the delegations and right. and it's like you know what, what kind of uh, kind of government did you give us? Like a, a republic, madam, right. if you can keep it, right. because like as we see, like we're losing the republic. Everybody says yes. a democracy is like, God damn it, no, we're, yeah. like mm-hmm. we don't want that. Like the rule of fifty one percent is bad because right. like it 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 takes away other people's rights. And like mm-hmm. the republic is set up to protect our rights, but it's like we've gotten so far away from that. But if we had a legitimate third party. Yeah. It would or shake everything up. It would shake everything up. It would. You know, so it's well, like I'm I'm begging for that. Like we truly, go- truly need it. Government's supposed to have as little control as possible. Yeah. Supposedly. If, Supposedly. Right. That's exactly right. Yet, exactly. Boom, every time we vote for a president, it's not who I want to vote for. Exactly. It's you get to vote for who we have chosen. For right. You. Right. And scar- I just I disagree with that. The scary thing of it is is we are now voting for the lesser of two evils. No, I, I disagree with that as well because I refuse to, to buy into that bullshit. So like for years now, I've voted for who I believe is right, right. and who I believe is going to do the best job. If I believe that's fucking Donald Duck, I will write that in. 
great example. Like this last election, I wrote in Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. She was right. the best person for, who ran for that position. I, okay. In my I, opinion, I agree with that. But it's like, but it's the like choices that were. But giving. unfortunately, it's like that falls on deaf ears. Like, oh, you exactly. wasted a vote. You did this. So, and that. I'm like, so, yeah. I understand that. That's your vote. But though, I right. have to do that because yeah. I can't vote for the. Let's two talk people about who Tulsi real quick. So tell me why you're so. Like, I believe that she was the best person, like on the on the ballot, like to to run for president as as it was there. Mm-hmm. I like what she stands for. I like the fact that she's a veteran. I like yeah. the fact that she's very liberal about lots of things, but will listen to conservative ideas and wants to figure out something in the mm-hmm. middle. I believe okay. that she would represent the people the best of what was there. Like I believe that Biden was just more of the same. He's a and it's head, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. the most racist fucking. I mean, I'm gonna get, people are gonna yeah. yell at me for this, no. but it's the most racist thing ever to say I'm going to choose a it woman is. of color to be my vice president. Yeah, but that's, that's bullshit. Right. You should choose the best person for yeah, that right. fucking job, right. no matter who they... If, if it right. happens to be a woman right. of color, that's awesome. Yeah. But you should choose... But see, they don't even recognize gender. Uh, I know, so but, but I don't. Whatever. It's just, <laughs> or, or, or... But again... But I believe that's the most racist thing yeah. ever to say. I'm only right, going to choose right. a vice president of this. Like, and it Donald is. Trump, I believe he's a fucking buffoon. I don't think he's presidential. I don't want him to be the face of our country. Now, that's just my personal choice. Well, it whatsoever. goes back to the a lot of people don't like evils. that, and, th- and that's yeah. fine. Evil. But again, I refuse yeah. to vote in for the lesser of two evils. Like me personally, right. I'd rather right. have Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. I love Dan. Yeah, I think Dan's Dan is, pretty awesome. He has such like real world experience. He got yeah. into politics not because he wanted the power, but well, because he feels like if I don't get involved, things are going to get worse, and I feel like I have to. Like those are the kind of politicians. But did you not I see, see things better under Trump? It was absolutely better. Absolutely. Economy was yeah, better. Yeah, things absolutely. were amazing. And you want to know why? He didn't buy into the bullshit. Yeah, because he wasn't a politician. Yes. The sad part of that is that presidency he wasn't could there have who, been who, absolutely more incredible yeah, right. if the people that were supposedly conservative and the people that were yeah it, it wasn't someone like hillary said, who was there just to crave the power right, and look right, at me look at what right. i've done no it was somebody who came right. in I, I still believe he came in on a dare and things just got out of hand <laughs> because because the, the population was so upset with how everything else right. was running it's like right. fuck we got to do something yeah. different well not only that is you know i'm not pro-trump anti-trump right it's i i just refuse to get that involved in up in politics, right. right? However, if you look at when Trump, before Trump even got to be president, he was impeded and impaired his whole presidency. He wasn't oh, allowed to was. do what he was allowed to do. Yeah. And this is where we get in, we're getting these parties. I really believe that the only way America is going to be great again is is if we break the monopoly of yes, these two parties. Exactly. And by voting because for they, either they, one of these evils, all we're doing is perpetrating the, the continual More evil. shit. Yeah. You know, and it's it, we got to have somebody in there that we need a third party. I actually think we need three or four parties. Yeah, there could. I mean, yeah. a, a, any amount of parties. Right. I mean, it's fine. Well, they, I don't know about that because for that. I know Canada is that way, right? They've got multiple parties and they call surprise elections where they don't tell anybody and well, because they, they're trying to get their people in, in power well, and they, all those right. kind of things. Well, like, that's so, what so check and balances. I, yeah, I know, but like, but yeah. it can go too far the well, way I, is what I'm I, saying. I agree, but you don't want 37 different fucking parties. No, no, oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm, yeah. I'm saying I, I know. That yeah. between three and four parties is not a bad thing. Yeah. Max of five. Yeah. Yeah, we have to break because, the monopoly. I mean, let's, yeah. look, let's look what they do. Big business only has to pay two checks. Boom, boom. That's what they do. Republican, Democrat. Republican, Democrat. Yeah, because they bought and paid for they all those people. all of them. Now, how much of that is because of, oh, what was it, the uh, the Senate? 
it used to be they got elected from the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. But then it got changed to where now they have to pander to the mob, right. the, the general public, to get elected. Well, so that's so a- now, because it used to be, if uh, I listened to a talk years ago mm-hmm. by uh, Ohio Senator, right. uh, former uh, Senator uh, Bob McEwen, and he explained it all. He's like, so your public was um, represented by the House, essentially. Right. And right. then your uh, your bigger business, your wealthy people, those were represented more by the Senate because they got right. elected from the House. With, so so it's like right. it was it was very well established that all the different people got representation of some kind. Right. Whereas now we're only represented or represented by uh, the, the by pandering to the mob. Right. So right. all the the wealthy people, the business owners, all those kind of people, are like, well, fucking nobody's looking out for me. So I'm just gonna buy these people off and kind exactly. of like pay into the oh yeah I'll work on your campaign this and that if you take care of me and do those kind of things so it's right. like well, how much of that is the problem of getting rid of the Senate being right. elected by the House so so they can represent the wealthier people the business owners uh, I I think term limits is another thing oh well, yeah so I, yeah I feel but, like but, the but, biggest yeah. problem is the fact that the only Monopoly. position we put a term limit on yeah. is the pe- the position that has the least amount of power yeah, or, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. exactly what 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 true power does he have he can Right, executive orders, which which, which, which can be o- which, which will be overturned by the next president, or can right. be overturned by the Supreme Court. I think and it, look at and look at what they fucking do. Look who's going to vote for term limit. Right. Well, the, the only, fucking the only, senators again, and the, the only true power members. That, that the well, president. It's not going to be voted on by the people. No, well, the only way you can do that is the. Is, the is people the have to demand way. it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. The old way that you'd have to go and get a united front and have two thirds of the of of the states voted in. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, like yeah. the people need to demand. But nobody knows this because they don't teach it. They don't teach it. That's exactly. Yeah. I was just yeah. going to say nobody yeah. knows it. That that's right. how you do things. Right. And yeah. when you start, and when you start going to people and saying that, guess what? You are now a domestic terrorist. You're a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you say you've, you're trying to take yeah. away our power. You're now I mean, a terrorist. Lobbying. I mean, lobbying should be outlawed. Yeah. Absolutely. Or hundred percent. Or it's if if you want to do lobbying, then it has to be corporations are cut out totally cut out because why do we why are corporations lobbying pe- people because the supreme court made them people if you took a corporation but also because no was, one's representing them like they're like i'm getting right. screwed over this is ridiculous like they've got to do something well look what the, yeah well look what they've yeah, done but lobbying just all that does is yeah. you you just simply right. have said okay the person that has the right. most money gets to make the rules right exactly isn't, isn't, lobbying, that, isn't that the golden rule well lobbying needs to, i mean <laughs> i mean if not taken away it needs to be reformed because the way it is now it's 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 horribly horribly yeah, lobby, okay yeah. i'll say yeah. lobbying should yeah. be reformed right um donating to campaigns yeah. should yeah. be eliminated right right you general fund and each one of these people get the same amount to run Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy that that these people in the insider trading that's going on with all these people. I mean, this is why you had all the uh, GameStop stuff going up so much because they started watching what all the Congress critters do, and they start watching yes. it. And the minute the minute one of them goes to something, they go, "Oh yeah, we're going to make some real money on this." And because well, Tom, you brought this up a long time ago on a podcast, it was like the rules need to be the same. Yes, everyone yes. has to be the same. Yes, these people in power and in poli- in politics yep, can't have special rules that right. we don't have. Right. It's the same argument that I have about gun control. Yep. yep. It's like, I'm okay with whatever rules you want to do right. as long as all of the federal agencies, right. all the law enforcement agencies, everybody else who operates on this soil, the U.S. Right. soil, has the same laws that I have against me. Right. You can't have a fucking, you know, a big force of people protecting you with AR-15s right. if I can't have one myself. Exactly. Go fuck yourself. Well, mm-hmm. Or you know, the fact yeah. that when I was in the Marine Corps, right, if 
if I had gotten access to a secured server and then I saved a classified email on my own little yeah. thumb drive and taking oh, that one email yeah. home and yeah, never, done. nobody ever saw it. You'd be done. But they found out about it. I would still be court-martialed and sent to the brig. Yes. Yeah. Right. We need to have yeah. the same but laws politicians can set up everyone. their own private servers in their house where right. and never tens of fucking- thousands of classified documents not only- Right. get put on that server, but then get leaked out to the world well, because and nothing happens. Yeah. 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 Like they're not held accountable for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it that, that right there is, but is that's, like the I biggest mean, the laundry double standard. List of it. There's a laundry list of <laughs> double standards. The laws have do. to be the same throughout yep. the whole population. You, you lie on a, uh, a 4473 about your drug addiction and, you know, you don't have, you don't have pops to come along and make it go away. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it gets yeah. to the point where transparency in our elected officials, it needs to happen. Well, speaking of gun control, I remember, um, what was that? A few months back, there was the big uh, House Bill 129 yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I read, the, the, explaining, it, it yeah. was like eight pages, right? Explaining how they, they wanted to change these laws, right? They basically right. wanted to set it up where, you know, you couldn't have these specific types of firearms. Right. I read that entire thing word for word. And the second or third from last sentence on the last page specifically says does not apply to U.S. government, government officials or employees thereof. Right. That is exactly like saying rules for thee, not for me. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And they write that into their own documentation. Of course, because they they can get away with it because no one's challenging them on it. So you can't have these firearms because we're afraid you might use them against us. Right. But we can have them specifically to use them against you. And that was the what the whole concept. No, 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 was no, no, the no, way no. That was It's written. not to use against us, it's to keep us safe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that was the reason of the whole constitution and the second amendment. I mean, it's the whole thing of we're forgetting that the the 10 the first 10 amendments are individual rights, right? And and the thing the other thing that I don't understand is these bureaucrats telling us, well, the constitution applies to us. It was never written to apply to us. Mm-hmm. It was the rules for the government. The government rules and those ten amendments was to remind the the government that those are the bill of rights. Those are inalienable rights to the people that should not be infringed well, upon. It's, it's by funny because like I remember hearing a podcast a long time ago about this person who was a constitution like specialist. Yes. Like he understands all these things. Like if you go right. back and try to read those things, like I feel like right. a fucking idiot because like it's written right. in old English, it so it's different language. Like the words they use, right. people, people, people the context talk. Context is different. It's, it's so right. funny because well, people talk about how the fact that we're so much more educated now, and it's like <laughs> no, no, because, no, you're not. Because no. these things were printed in the yeah. local papers, right. and your average farmers or whoever, yes, everybody would, knew it. Yeah, would go down right. to the local public house and have these kind of conversations every right. day. Like right. it was normal in their society. Like we're actually much less educated now, especially right. because of, because of all the like the schooling curriculums and all those kind of things. But that's right. neither here nor there. But he was saying that, you know, he's like, well, then why is it an amendment? Why wasn't it in there? Because like, if you read the Federalist Papers, like what mm-hmm. they were talking right. about, which right. again, like I don't understand. So right. I'm listening to him who understands them. He was saying right. like, it would be laughable to think that they would even have to write that down. Exactly. That you would need free speech. Exactly. Or free, like the, the right to own and right. bear firearms, those kind of things. Like, right. It would be laughable to think you would even need that. Right. But they, they had to realize like, oh, the founding fathers were actually really smart. They were. And they understood history. Yeah, and, they, and they knew what would happen is like what happened now is like everything's corrupted right. and they want more and more power and they're going to take it away from us but right. so that way we can't take it away from them. And it's the same reason what? they're they're eliminating history or trying yes. to change yeah. history yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Take just, down General just, Lee. I mean, 
one of the things I found interesting, I was just watching this documentary about Vikings yesterday, Viking culture, and they mentioned how in the 8th and ninth century, it was illegal in Europe, in most countries within the European continent, to sell swords, especially mm-hmm. yeah, to mm-hmm. a Viking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Did, did well, they, the, obviously, didn't, they didn't have guns back didn't then. Didn't the Scots right? have the same thing? Because like, yeah, English yeah. came yeah, in and Scots took over allowed to have swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, yeah. you can't have weapons of war. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at any point in time in a country's you know, history. Yeah, you're only doing right. that to Almost every population. single one right. Has, right. has made it illegal to own a sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and why do they do that? Well, look at all oh, Britain's went one farther. You can't own a butter knife now. Right. But today, I can buy. I could go to. There's many stores I could go right. to and buy a sword. Right? Uh, it's it's just crazy. How are guns any different? I'll tell Those you what. Those were tools that were created yeah. for uh, that we had to They're create. Tools. That's the thing to get food. I'll right. tell you. I'll tell you what. I think we've been rambling on for quite a while now. Yeah. This <laughs> is, is a is a good one. Let's let's wrap this one up. But God, I love these conversations. These are so much fun because Absolutely. I'm thinking like, oh, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. We could probably talk about the like <laughs> it just goes like a whole separate direction. Which it's God is so much fun. That's oh awesome. man. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. This is a lot of fun. Uh, Jeff, do you have any closing thoughts, sir? No, just think. Just think. Think for yourself. Yeah. Maybe? Think for yourself. Don't just listen to other yeah, people. Exactly. Um, thanks for having me back. Of course. Love, love being here. You're always welcome. You know this. Anytime. Oh, yeah. If you've got any friends you want to bring on, you're welcome. This, this is always a blast. Tom, any closing thoughts? Mine, mine is uh, you got to take care of yourself because nobody else will. And mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we're talking about with nutrition, firearms, all this stuff is self-sufficiency. And you should be self-efficient. That's my thoughts. Dennis, closing would- thoughts? Actually, kind of caveat off yeah. of Tom there. Learn how to be a self-sufficient human being. You don't need yeah. to be an independent right. human being. Independent human beings are weak. It's easy to control an independent person. I also look at that as well as like you need to have good people that you can sit down and talk with. Agreed. And like who like who agree with what you're talking about, who don't agree with what you're talking about, right. and kind of broaden your own kind of thoughts, which is one of the big reasons why I love doing these kind of shows and the talks and everything else. It's like, I mean, obviously, a lot of us, we feel the same way about lots of different things, but there are certain things that we do disagree on. And that's, and yeah, that's but great. you can talk about it. That's but, what makes right. it so but awesome. The great thing is, is like, but that's only going to help ourselves grow. Like, right. it's, gonna, mm-hmm. it's only going to challenge what I believe. So that I can think about, okay, why do I believe this? Because if I can't explain right. it to you guys right. why I believe what I believe, then I believe nothing. But right. also having a community of people to talk to, to bounce ideas off of, to do things, like I think that just makes us a better society. And then that, that's what I'm just pushing on right now for people is like, get your tribe. Get, get, yeah. get your people that you can talk to and trust and just and work with them and just – don't just lock yourselves in your in your in your house and don't talk to anybody else <laughs> yeah. and do whatever. It's like let's 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 go out there and let's let's your, just let's let's be our best selves. Keep your, mutu- your mutual yeah. what is it? Your mutual aid community. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. If you don't mind, I'd clarify the difference. In my opinion, the difference between an independent human being is they may know how to gather the resources they need to survive, but they're the type of person that generally pushes other human beings away. So yes. be independent. Right, right, right. The self-sufficient human being knows how to gather all those Every resources, right. but also knows how to work with other human Networks. beings right. to help benefit and gather more right. resources yes. for a group. Because that only helps society. Yeah, so absolutely. that, to me, is right, the difference right. between self-sufficient and independent. Right. I agree with that. You have to be able to network to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah, of course, because you can't do it by yourself. Yep. You got to yep. sleep sometime. Yep. Yeah, and you need, I mean, seriously, I mean, being self-sufficient is taking care of everything, but you have to network. I mean, it's it's something I think is overlooked, uh, but it's very important. Absolutely. All right. Well, Boyos, as always, it's a pleasure. We'll do this again soon. And uh, we will see you guys next time. 
All right, well, that wraps up another great episode. It is always fun to sit down with those guys. We always get into some interesting conversations. That is not at all what I thought the where, where I thought things were going to go before we were recording. I was kind of asking them, hey, what do you, what do you guys want to talk about? What do you want to do this? Want to do that? Want to stay off of this? You know, like kind of what things do you want to cover? And, and they, nobody really had any ideas. Then we get going and just stuff is coming out and it's going crazy and it leads to this and it goes there and it comes back around. And, oh, it's always so much fun. I, I know I definitely had a blast. And hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to that as well. But if you guys are still here, thank you so much for all of your support listening to the podcast. It is really cool to see the new listeners and things growing. Uh, the ep- new episodes are getting more downloads and the people are going back and listening to old episodes right now. It's really cool to look in and see the numbers and see all that kind of stuff going. So obviously things are going well right now and I'm very excited. So hopefully things that can continue on this upward trajectory and we can grow the podcast. And the biggest thing we can do right now is to go out and leave the show a five star review please uh at your at your will and at your wish uh, <laughs> uh go out and leave the show a five star review make it funny make it entertaining have fun with it because i'm sure nobody really reads those things but it really does help the show get bumped up in the rankings and help let hopefully help new people find the show and obviously talk about it with your friends share it on social media do all that kind of good stuff that i'm really bad at so i appreciate all of you guys holding me down on that one because <laughs> yeah I'm, i definitely got off social media and i'm not getting back on not happening nope uh also if you want to contact us here at the show please feel free to go to uncensoredhumanity.com and fill out the contact us form or you can send us an email at uncensored humanity podcast at gmail.com those will land in inbox if you have any questions of the normal guests that we have on the show that you would like to ask them or if you have any topics that you would like us to cover or if you just want to drop us a line and say hey uh we would greatly appreciate that all right well that is all we have time for this week so we will see you guys next time on uncensored humanity